other. Yes, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Talking about um, talking about library cards, and why how is it dumb that you don't have a library card? Well, not you, me in general, or people. How people don't have library cards? They're good to get. Uh, well, they're forgettable. Well, it beats going to. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it beats, but uh, you know, if you if you're not going to go to chapters or any like dedicated bookstore, yeah, you can just go there and uh, you can take out a book instead of buy one, and you're good to go. And you can rent uh, all your uh, Xbox or PlayStation or whatever and games that, that are there. Man, it's like, <laughs> who would have thought that? I mean, well, not, not who would have thought. I think everybody everybody knows, everybody knew that libraries outlast Blockbuster Video. Mm-hmm. They did. They yeah. provide the same service. Same service. But for free. It's free. <laughs> God, no. Man, what a shitty business yeah. model for Blockbuster. Exactly. And if you think about it, like, uh, if you get your gym pass, yeah, you that your library pass is included in that. Wait, what? Yeah. Your gym, you mean like your, like your a, like city of Edmonton? Your city of Edmonton rec, one? Rec yeah, because yeah, it, it, it's Edmonton Public Library. Yeah. So if you uh, have a gym pass, yeah. that's your library card as well. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Wow, that's a game changer. Got to get one. Wow, that's a game changer. Yeah. So many things that you can get that are better and cheaper. Well, I mean, like equal or cheaper than going to like a, uh, like a, a what, what's that place called? The World Health. Yeah, I would go because then uh, you have all the amenities. Plus, you can go to any city of Edmonton place, yeah. and there's a there's a library built into that facility. Most times there is. Yeah, yeah. so you might as well just uh, just do it that. And way. if it's not built into the facility, there's a library like spitting distance of that facility. Exactly. Because there are like there's libraries everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Libraries. Libraries. Just go get yourself a library yeah. card. Go get some reading done. Let's get some reading. Yeah. <laughs> I'll <laughs> wash myself with a rag on a <laughs> stick. <laughs> uh, I, I had done some reading. I done I done read. I seen a library one time. <laughs> I seen a library in two towns over, and I went there and I looked at the <laughs> books. They had a whole section called nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> that's just mean. Is that racist? That's what. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> maybe. It, well, that's the, that's the argument, right? Yeah, that is the argument of the day the, right do now. Do you think, the, do you think the slack jaw yokels will join the Me Too movement? Oh well, if they're being abused, then yeah, yeah they would. But I mean, I don't. Can they? They've join been verbally the abused for for years. Yeah, in media I mean, in movies. Well, I mean, in Deliverance, they were verbally deliverance, and sexually abused. Exactly. Well, they were abusive. Yeah. Poor Ned Beatty. Shit, man, I want to watch. I want to watch that again. Man, that was like one of those movies where, as a kid, you you're like terrified. You're yeah. so scared because you don't know what's going on. I think mm-hmm. I saw that when I was like twelve. Oh really? And I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, what the? Because Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, true. it was Burt Reynolds, man. Smokey yeah. and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Gator. Gator. Yep. Fucking Gator. Yep. <laughs> Archer's so good. <laughs> but that was Gator, right? And then like uh like when you see him in that, he looks like Clark Kent. Yeah. He's gigantic. He's jacked. Like he's he was the Rock. He was mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the fucking rape, and you're like, oh god, what is happening? Like, is that, is that something happens. That happens. Or all that happens. Oh, I'm never going to the mountains. Do you, what's it, what what movie would you rather watch? Would you rather watch? Would you would rather watch uh, not Gator, uh, that movie, mm-hmm. uh, or would you rather watch Deer Hunter? Which one do you think is more like? Oh wow, Deer Hunter I think is deeper. Yeah, obviously, because like because like Deliverance is an adventure movie. Yeah, uh, it, well it's it's an it's not an Indiana Jones style adventure, mm-hmm. but it's it's an adventure as well, mm-hmm. right? Because like there's a whole bunch of shit that goes. It's an escape movie, adventure movie. Yeah, man versus nature in a way too. Mm-hmm. It's gonna flood the whole fucking place. Yeah, but um, but like Deer Hunter gets in your head. I think Deer Hunter is harder to grasp as a as like an eleven twelve year old. Yeah, if you watched, if I watched, uh, I think I think Deer Hunter scarred me more. When did you see Deer Hunter? Like how old were you when, when I saw was, that? I was I couldn't I couldn't remember. I, I was like so too young to watch it. 
yeah, I was introduced to it at too young of an age. Yeah, yeah. Well, which was our generation, though. Yeah, that that happened with a lot of movies. Oh I was yeah. Just like, I, there's movies where like after I watched them, I couldn't sleep, and then I was like, but now they're like my favorite movies, like Aliens, for example. Well, no, not not so much Aliens. Well, what, yeah, what I'm getting is uh, the, the, the Deliverance. The, the movies I didn't understand. Yeah, you didn't understand. Deer yeah. Hunter, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Like there was a certain era of of uh, like if you're between I'd say 35 and 45 right now then you were probably introduced to certain dark fucking movies too young. Yeah. Or, or at least movies that had really dark moments yeah. too young. And our our movies were pretty dark for kids, too. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Watership Down and The Rats and Nim. Yeah. And friggin' like even The Goonies got some dark moments. Like they're chinging their, their weird kid in the yeah. basement, man. Oh, yeah. Like there's even like uh, this uh – those were like Watership Down or yeah. like uh, and Secret. Th- I I still can't watch them. I was just like, oh my god! I remember oh how like I was like shaking in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you were pulling one of those uh, crying game moments. Yeah, I know. Hey, the crying game. I know. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm leaning against the shower uh. wall and I'm just crumbling slowly, slowly yep. while I'm crying. <laughs> pulling a pulling a Jim Carrey there, man. <laughs> but no, there was a lot of weird dark shit that like clearly we shouldn't have been watching yeah. as kids at that time. Oh yeah. That were just like either you had a brother or a cousin or just like your parents didn't know. Yeah. Or like you had access to a, a video store mm-hmm. and the, the guy behind the counter didn't give a fuck what you watch like he didn't care what you watch oh no and our guy i remember he was the uh it was like a 24-hour video yeah. in um in mill woods just outside of jackson heights oh yeah there yeah. was one like right off of the uh off of like 34th street mm-hmm. and that guy didn't give a shit like oh, he yeah. would walk in there take whatever he'd be like good call like nice pick like just an older brown guy's like whatever man you know it's restricted right yeah did you go to um five-star movies on willow's road Oh yeah, right yeah, across yeah. from St. Richard's, it's right on Miller's Road. Yeah, yeah, I know that one well. Yeah, that was that place yeah. was awesome. They had like five star, twenty four hour video. Um, but what was the one like? One was like called a movie something, like movie star. Like there, there were a bunch of really cool. There was vi- there was video there. something that was on. You know, right, right by the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, behind the uh, the one little center. What's that thing called? Yeah, it's right, right behind the where the rural bank. Where the husky is. Yeah, 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 that place. Yeah, yeah. Oh goddamn, we're going hardcore Yeg over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, video stores are great, man. I good love him. Uh, good old Kevin. Kevin Martin still has the last video store in town, the lobby. The lobby, yeah. He's still, yeah, he's still open. He's right? still there, man. Go yeah. check it out. Like, I mean, and that place is like, it's the video store that you in your head when you were a kid and you saw a movie and you saw a video store in there. Where it was like, where are they going? Mm-hmm. I was going to like a weird little like dark dungeon, but it's got like all the coolest fucking shit in there. I don't. That's th- the lobby. Yeah, I don't think the lobby will ever ever close. Oh God! Somebody knock on wood. Because like I, yeah. <laughs> that's like uh, I'm not a superstitious man, but yeah, I really hope not. Yeah, because number like, one, because he's a friend of ours. Yeah, he's um uh, yeah, I just I just it's it's too cool. It's like it's it's like a it's like a it's like a part of Edmonton. Yeah, it definitely has like it's uh it's interwoven with the city's DNA. Yeah, especially and it's on it's our it's on a proper proper location too. Yeah, it's on a real good spot. Yeah, yeah people got to support the shit out of that place. Yeah. If you're either from here or not from here, you can purchase from there too, right? Um. Yeah, he's got stuff he'll bring in for you. Yeah. Yeah, he's got things he can bring in. He's yeah. got he's got things for sale. Items are for sale. Mm-hmm. But um, his real gems and stuff he'll never get rid of. Like he's got like that's where we were. Me and um another old friend, friend of the show, a friend of like the the old bar scene that we were all together in before. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about obscure stuff. Like we were just mentioning. And he's like Kevin's the kind of guy who, if you talk about a movie around him, he's already he already knows what you're talking about. Yeah. And he's just waiting to be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then the second you're like, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Kevin will just be like, rap it up and up. And like, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 that's right. All right. Well, Kevin's he's a, he's a movie god. Yeah, he's like he's like Edmonton's Tarantino. 
Easily. Yeah. Yeah, he's easily Edmonton's Tarantino. Yeah. Like, if you read about the stuff Tarantino did in a movie store or the way he was, like, he formed his ideas about film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Martin is very much like that. Yeah, that, that, that guy should make a movie. Oh, he's done he's done a couple of little Has things. He? Little short films in town. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the last one. I, I feel like it is, like, the last video store. Um, but he's done some short films that were entered in film festivals and whatnot. Oh, okay. That, that you can easily see. Like, can you, you can easily get your hands on his films. Okay, like. cool. But yeah, man, he's done some really cool stuff, and he's got some great stuff in that shop. Like that shop is is kind of like what your child's mind thought of of video stores and comic shops when you're a little kid. Yeah, he has so many autographed uh, memorabilia and like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, fucking Henry Rollins hung, hung out there. Like just like showed up for mm-hmm. for a little interview and a sit down and yeah. just like just fit in. Yeah. It's really cool shit like that. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's the perfect place to just chill and like if you were to watch a movie somewhere, that's place to watch. That's a good place to watch a movie. Yeah, head on down there. We should uh, we should talk to the old Kevin Martin who's been here. I think he was on like episode three or four. Mm-hmm. Many moons ago, yeah. back when we were a uh, a young group of podcast startups, yeah. start starting podcast, didn't know what the hell we were doing. As opposed to now that we've been doing it for a couple of years and still don't know what the fuck we're doing. Have you ever asked Kevin if we could do, like after hours to do a pod to do like a video one there? We have talked about it. I believe the other podcast, the other name uh, worthy podcast, the Awesome Hour, has mm-hmm. been there and done one already. Nice. So we should definitely get in on that. Now that we um are testing today our new gear, our portable equipment. Yeah. We have some new kit that should help out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this little portable recording device, indeed, and a uh, a portable microphone system mm-hmm. that uh, th- I have a bigger version of that I've been using for photography and videography mm. that works pretty well. And I just didn't know how well this would work, and it turns out to be pretty good. Okay, so yeah, we'll give that a go. Nice. So it'd be nice to be a lot more portable this year. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's kind of like the uh, the goal, mm-hmm. the goal of it all. Well, How's your week going, buddy? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Um, not much going. Yeah, I just worked. Um, there was a, uh, I'm, I still have to go purchase that nin- uh, Ninja Turtles box set. Oh, the one we talked about last week with the minivan. That's right, the, the minivan, the turtle van, the turtle van. Fuck. Which which was in in its day a mini um, a minivan. It was uh yeah in uh. It was like a VW. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. L- a VW looking deal. I kind of wish. Well, I guess the turtle van's better than the uh the turtle blimp. The the blimp. Oh yeah, I didn't really like the blimp too much. Yeah, it, it was, was okay, but blimp. it was like uh it was kind of ineffective. Um, it was a toy. Yeah. It was always meant to be marketed to kids as a toy. Yeah. And I think um uh I was watching um cuz I was trying to play uh the original Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and it's way too hard. You're talking about the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, the NES, the first one. Yeah, that's the that's second a tough one. Game. The, s- the second one's easy. Plus like the arcade. Right? The arcade one? Yeah. That that one's easy. The first one is just way too hard. The first the first like movie game or like like I guess like um licensed game for all the NES like the Nest Nest versions of those things. They were all tough. Oh yeah. I like, remember the the Batman, like the, the Batman movie game on Nest. Yeah, th- and that I game is so much fun. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so crazy fun. It looks really good. And it it's looks super good. Dark. It sounds good. Like sounds great. Yeah. But like so fucking hard. So fucking hard. Yeah. Dude, today I was playing Altered Beast, and Altered Beast is way harder than I remember it. Yeah. It's such a tough game. Like, there's a shit coming at you from everywhere. It's like bullet hell, but with people. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get your power-ups. And then once you get your power-ups, you're still getting fucked up. Yep. And it's gross. Oh, like, yeah. it's a gory-looking game, too. Yeah, did you ever play um, uh, Shadow of the Beast? Shadow of the Beast? It was on Amiga 64. Uh, I probably did not play that. I did not have an Amiga yeah, 64. Yeah, I, I, um, uh, I was playing... I was playing that. That game is... Me and my brother grew up on that game. That, big game, that game is crazy. What was the premise of this game? It's I can't even describe it. <laughs> oh, really? I know, yeah. If okay, uh, listeners, if you're listening, go watch YouTube videos of that Shadow game. Shadow of the Beast. Shadow of the Beast, and they actually remade it for PS4. Oh no way! Which is a weird game to bring up, but it was made by it was made in England, mm-hmm. uh, and 
I'll show you video snippets of it afterwards, but like, yeah, you should really YouTube that game, Shadow of the Beast. Man, there were a lot of really great games back in the day that were, like, you go back to now and you think, well, yeah, I used to, I used to fucking rack that thing back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, not anymore, man. Like, no, Rastan, no. No. Aston Axe, like, those games are not easy. No. They were, they were tough. Rastan was, like, such a cool-looking game. Yeah. And it had that Conan the Barbarian feel to it, the mm -hmm. weird world you're in. Mm -hmm. God damn, that game is hard. Yeah, you know, you know who was the, who, one company who got away with making the same game over and over again, but each game was unreal, was Konami. Oh, Konami had the same platform. Think about for, like it. almost everything. Life Force. Yeah. Uh, Jackal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Contra. Mm -hmm. D like they're grad Gradius. It's like they're the same game. It's yeah. Just, they're just different vehicles. You're, yeah. You're just going. You're side scrolling or you're top scrolling. Yeah. In the same direction, in a bullet hell away. Yeah. With in a vehicle that can that a vehicle or a person who can have power ups. Who can have power ups? Yeah. Yeah. The the idea is the same throughout all. Of exactly them. the same. Yeah. And they were all really good. They were all really cool games. Akari Actually, Brothers. if you think about it, that's pretty much every game. <laughs> every game is really like that. I mean, like, you're, you're right. I mean, like, I can I can think of, like, four games off the top of my head that have the same general idea, mm -hmm. but they're not the same game. Like, if you go even, say, like, um, what was that first real big uh, Ghosts and Goblins game on PS2? Maximo? Yeah. Yeah, Maximo is essentially the same as Dark Souls, but just not as hard and more cartoony. Yeah. It's just the same fucking thing. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, concept-wise, obviously Dark Souls got more going on. Like mm -hmm. there, are, like the power-ups are better, and then yeah. well, maybe maybe not. Cause you still get fucking killed easily. Like you die easily. Mm -hmm. but, like the whole idea of it, and even like Maximo, it's just another ghouls and uh, ghouls and ghosts game or mm -hmm. ghosts and goblins game from a different perspective. Yeah. Mega Man. Mega Man's never changed. Same Me shit yeah. all the way through. Exactly. Mega Man doesn't have to change because Mega Man is like I think it's it's its own genre. It's the Mega Man genre. It's the Mega Man genre. <laughs> it's the Mega Man genre. Yeah, and they're remaking it too now. There's a new yeah, one man. coming out. Well, that's that Metroidvania. Like, that, that genre really stuck. And people yeah. still fucking love that game. Yeah, I know. That's um, uh, that's what I liked about um, Castlevania is because the first one on NES was good. Mm -hmm. The second one, a lot of people didn't like because you had to, like, you know, it goes from uh, what a horrible day to have a curse. Ho horrible night to have a curse. It stops the game. Then it starts again. And mm -hmm. there's sunlight, you know, sundown, sun up, and whatever. Which right? is pretty revolutionary for its I day. love that. Yeah, I mean, like, when you think about that was, what, maybe 1988, 87, 88? Yeah, that's, around that's there, a, yeah. That's a crazy revolutionary cool. concept. I, I for a love Nintendo that. Game. I love that. That's my favorite Castlevania. Yeah, I know that sounds weird, but like that, that was that was Belmont's Curse. Yeah, no, that was Simon's Quest. Simon, was that one Simon's Quest? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I got Belmont's Curse from. Maybe what was the what was the Game Boy one called? Was oh, that Belmont's well, Revenge? Could be. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the uh, the first Game Boy one, which was crazy fun too. Oh yeah, there's um. Uh, yeah, I think Simon's Quest. Yeah, Simon's Quest. Yeah, Sam Simon's Quest hands down is my favorite. Yeah, well, um, not to not to go away from that, but did you ever play Gargoyles Qu Gargoyles Quest? Yeah, on Game Boy. On Game Boy, yeah. Which is just an insane RPG. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can switch weapons. You you can go to like you can move around the map. Like it's a crazy RPG. Oh yeah, that's a great game. That was a great game. Yeah, man, what a what a fun fucking game. Like so many cool concepts that like just kept getting carried over, mm -hmm. and then some like really cool concepts that got, went nowhere. Right? I mm -hmm. mean, like. If you had, uh, for the longest time, like Shadow of the Colossus, we waited such a long time for that world to get expanded. Because mm -hmm. Eco was a lot of fun. Shadow was a lot of fun. And then yeah. we just kept uh, like lied to mm -hmm. about that, that third one in the trilogy. Yeah. What's that? What's uh, Last Guardian? Last Guardian. Just getting lied to over and over and mm -hmm. over again. And when it did come out, like it's really good, but like you didn't, you didn't really give me what I wanted. Yeah. Which is a bummer. And then what they're giving us anyway is like the up-res, like the ground-up reconstruction of, of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. Which I'm uh, pretty excited about. Yeah, the there's, I'm trying to think here. There was more. Yeah, I'm just trying to think here, like because I just find that, um, I c I have this 
ongoing issue I think a lot of people do is that you can go back to those older games. Yeah. I still find myself having more fun playing those than being. I'd rather have more fun playing those than being wowed by new graphics and sound. By like a new, a new looking or new concept, you mean? Yeah, like I was playing Halo. Uh, I was playing Halo Five. I think like about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Then I ca- caught myself. Then I was playing uh, Ninja Gaiden Two. Yeah, you can have way more fun playing. Way more fun. Like that. That one tested my. Your patience? That one tested my patience and tested how, how how good I was at video games. Yeah, God, Ninja Gaiden Two is really good. Yeah, man, I remember I was so bummed out when I played the first Ninja Gaiden game after playing the arcade game. Yeah, and uh, once I got back to Ninja Gaiden, like again, like I, I the first one was. Why well, I got mine right here. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, we're we're actually having a little duel of glasses. Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, I'll, I thought I would uh, pour you a glass, but uh, but I've I've already got a tasty beverage. Well, I've got a glass that beverage will go into. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, the arcade game was so fun, and I played that very first Ninja Gaiden game on the NES, and I didn't like it because it wasn't the arcade game, and then it just, like, sucked me in before I realized that I was totally into it. Yeah, I I am. I think I wrecked two controllers playing that game. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, re- I, no, I wrecked one controller because I had two controllers. And then, like, uh, I mean, are we talking, like, you overused it or just out of rage? No, I bit it. I, oh. bro- I broke it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. it's so much better. No, no, no. You, you don't ever say you broke it. Just say you bit it. I, yeah, I, I was like, I, was, I just kept being more and more <laughs> irritated. Then I was like, I was like, oh, wow. Then finally I decided, you know what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to try to play this game as fast as I can. Yeah. And just press the buttons as fast as I can. So I didn't care about getting hit. Mm-hmm. I just said, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to go through this as fast as I can. If I got hit, I'm like, just keep moving, 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 moving. That game, like. And then the weird thing is that I learned how to, like, unlock the secrets where, mm-hmm. like, if you get hit while you're jumping, you get you actually go higher. Yeah. So I used that to, That's like, cool. Yeah, so I, I'm like, oh, okay, then I figured out the secrets of the game. Now, was uh, you figured out the secrets, or you kind of, like, you learned the glitches of the, the game? The glitches. The glitches of the game. Yeah. Because, I mean, there were some games that had, like, legit secrets in yeah. them at that time, right? Yeah. Well, like, I think, that, yeah, they're called damage jumps. Oh, they they actually have a name to them. Yeah. So like damage jumps. So like if I was gonna go, uh, uh, if I was gonna like, uh, if I had to get to a ladder quick to get out of the level. So like yeah. if I had to cross like a chasm and not get hit by someone, I would mm-hmm. get hit by a flying those those birds, whatever those bats. Mm-hmm. When you're flying, and I would get on that, and then it would just go. I go past the person. So like that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, I learned. I learned to just like. Uh, I learned the hard way. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just just do a just do a rage run through, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, I, that's how I do it. That's how I do it. And then the second time I did that, I finished the game. That's that's a pretty cool yeah. way of figuring it out. Yeah. Because like, but a lot of a lot of like non gamers or people who don't become gamers, I think, don't realize that all video games are are just a series of patterns. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like everybody's like, if you ever get frustrated, like that was uh, the lesson we learned as a kid. If you got frustrated not being able to beat an end boss, you just weren't looking for the pattern. Yeah. And then you figured it out. You figure you you figured it out. That's all it is. Like if kids today would just go fucking play the first Prince of Persia game. Yeah. The very first Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll know everything you need to know about games. Cause like that thing was all pat. That that's more of a puzzle game than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's essentially just like a like a third person Tetris. Mm-hmm. That you just have to get all the, the. You have to figure out how the world works, how the world moves, and how you're gonna manipulate your character around the world. Mm-hmm. And then you'll figure it out. Okay, let me, let me ask you this question. Hmm. If you, uh, yeah, let's you had a let's you have a um a daughter or a son, okay? Yeah. And they're like, Dad, uh, everyone talks about video. Everyone's talks about the Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you have one? I always want to try it out. Yeah. You're like, okay, I can plant a seed here and mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'm gonna get them into playing Nintendo. Right? What's the first game you would make them play? Oh, Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's as much as I have a love hate with that game. Mm-hmm. It sets up your brain for how video games work. Mario Brothers, the very first one, Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. the the Nintendo one, not yeah. the old friggin' you know Mario versus Luigi shit. But the uh, Super Mario Brothers just it br- it prepares you for 
everything that a controller will do, how the world's gonna work, yeah. how to time a game, how to you know how to look for secrets. Yeah, like it's a near perfect video game. I think mm. that's why it's it's lasted the test of time. Yeah, if I had to f- yeah, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be either yeah, it either be, uh, it'd have to be either Mario or, um, I could you couldn't go. I I would say Le- Legend of Zelda as well. That's a really good pick. Yeah, but uh, it's the jumping. There's no jumping in it, right? That's the thing. That's the thing too. So like, I'd say like yeah, I'd say Super Mario. Then I'd probably say I'm like once I finish that, I'm like here you gotta you have to play Zelda. Yeah, you gotta play Zelda. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and definitely like the old school Zelda. Yeah. Like maybe uh, what was that? The first NES or first Super NES and Zelda there, the uh, Link, but Link Between Worlds there. Oh uh, yeah, uh, a Link to the Past. Link to the Past. That is probably one of the best games ever made. I I would think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played that. Con- I played that consistently consistently till maybe about like 2010. Mm-hmm. But in any way, I could get my hands on. Like it's just a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's a it's crazy it's fun it's game. That's a crazy crazy yeah. game. And yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's just this massive world. You think it's over and it's not over, mm-hmm. and the the world opens up again. Yeah, and then it's ugly. There's a dark world. And yeah, like, it's it's insane. Like what a crazy fun game. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say those are the two the two, the two best picks to hand to somebody we kind of had that happen here my cousin's kids came over mm-hmm. and um he's very strict on making sure that they're like um they're not just idiot box ki- idiot box kids like mm-hmm. they don't get to watch a lot of tv mm-hmm. when they do watch tv it's not like they're they're restricting them from television yeah but they're they're just giving it to them the way it should be kind of given to you yeah like here's something educational it's not a buffet it's like it's a not meal. exactly yeah. it's mm-hmm. not a buffet this is a meal you're not just going to go to to buffet royale and get a lot of shit we're gonna have to sit down and we're gonna have some vegetables because vegetables are good mm-hmm. for you yeah but they treat like ed- entertainment like that too, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like really nice, polite, mm-hmm. smart, sharp kids. Mm-hmm. So I had all this shit down here in the basement, which like you know we kind of make this a fun place to be, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes down, and his dad, my my cousin, is telling him like, "Hey, when we go in the basement, like we're gonna go to his house, we're gonna go to the basement. There's some fucking cool shit." <laughs> like he didn't say mm-hmm. like, "There's some cool shit there." Yeah, we're gonna go look at some cool stuff. Yeah, and he's kind of like he's wired him now, like to see some stuff. I'm like that kind of defeats the purpose of the, the you know healthy entertainment shit, right? Mm-hmm. But then he sees a Nintendo. He's like, "What is that?" And not the Super NES. He looks at the box. Yeah. The fucking NES. Like, oh, my God. Is that a gun? Oh, my God. Yeah. So you plug it in, and the first thing he plays is Nintendo. And he's just like, he was sucked in. Mm-hmm. He's totally sucked in. And just watching this kid who just, you know, he's, his, he's physically moving around when Mario's jumping. Like, when Mario's starting to run fast, he's standing up because, like, he's, he's engaged completely, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I loved watching that. Like it was just oh a yeah. such a cool thing to see. Yeah, because it's like it's like it's like it's almost like it feels like it's the birth of something. They're like you know they're having an epiphany. They're like exactly. Oh my god, that's crazy. Oh man, it was so fun to watch his dad pick up the controller when he couldn't do something mm-hmm. and like do it for him. Yeah, and kind of show him and like all of a sudden like not only is your dad a cool guy in your eyes anyway when you're a kid. Yeah. But now he's fucking great at video games too. Like you just keep like I'm watching him look at his pops like. You just keep getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome, man. It's so fun to see that happen. Oh yeah, it was a really cool moment. Oh yeah, I had to. Um, I remember I did that to my one of my uh, uh, close friends when he was uh, uh, Danny. You know, remember yep. yeah. oh, Danny's yeah. youngest brother when he was a uh, when he was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. That's when Halo One came out. Oh no way! Yeah, so uh, I was I was the first person to have to have uh, Xbox, mm-hmm. and uh, so I said, guys, you have to play this game. Uh, so everyone started playing it and stuff like that. So then I hadn't played it in a while, and then I I said, okay, I'll go play. And then uh, well, we were playing it. We were playing uh, like that multi that multiplayer where you play like a death match, mm-hmm. and then uh, golden eye style, golden eye style, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, I just lost. And then uh, Danny said something, and then one of the guys said, "They're like, don't say that." And I'm like, "Why?" Like, and he said, "Why not?" He's like, "Well, then Roger's gonna get mad, <laughs> and he's gonna fucking destroy all of us." Yeah, because so you were pretty good at it. By yeah, now. and I was, I, I was like, I'm like, but I'm like, I never played the game, but I'm like, but I own the game. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm so good at this game. I'm like, I wasn't, you know, who cares? And then uh, I took his his little brother. 
uh, when he was a kid. Like he was like, I put him on my lap. I'm like, here, okay, go, okay, be careful, because I'm gonna show, I'm gonna embarrass your brother. <laughs> oh I'm like, no! I asked him like, do you look up oh. to him? He's like, he's my brother. I'm like, watch, you're gonna think your brother is a piece of shit. <laughs> you're gonna think your brother's got problems. Yeah, like let me show you, let me show you how useless this guy yeah, is. Right? You're gonna watch his his what's his agility? Yeah, his exactly. dexterity just look like garbage. Yeah, I'm like I'm like watch and learn. Okay, <laughs> one day you're gonna be as good as me. And then so and then uh no I told him you're gonna be better than me. Oh I'm like man. just watch and learn. So I put him on my lap. Mm-hmm. I had him on my lap and I fucking rolled everybody. <laughs> I killed everybody and then but I went after Danny the most. Oh brutal. And then I looked at him and I'm like, that's how you play this game. Uh, and that's, now that's great. to this day we still play Halo One and he's mm-hmm. like he, he and then he told me uh, like now he's like he's in firefighting school now and uh he told me he's like I ne- he looked at me and he's like, I never forgot that lesson. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty cool, man. That that is a cool gaming story. Yeah. That's man, like I, God, video games are just. If you don't like video games, there might be something wrong with you. Like maybe you just. You don't have to like the blockbusters, but like there's there's, yeah, there's something no, for everybody. There's something for everybody, man. And you don't have to be like a lot of people turns them away because they'll be like, oh, I suck at this. You don't have to be good at anything. Exactly. You can just uh, play it for the sake of playing it and be like, you know what? This is so much fun, dude. Like I, w- I was telling you when I bought that that Wii for my mom. Like when she learned that she was good at video games and she could roll me at bowling, like mm-hmm. that was like, it's like she was suddenly became this. Like annoying twelve year old, like mm-hmm. she, she would win, and then she would like do these little dances to make me feel bad about losing. It was just a fun moment, right? Yeah, you find out that there's something for everybody. Exactly, like video games are like, uh, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on your uh, Switch, Xbox, PS4, mm-hmm. Game Boy, whatever it is, uh, yep. um, there is literally something for everybody. Oh I don't yeah. care, even if you play on your iPad or your phone or whatever. That's a game. Yeah, it's and it's, it's not it's like getting, it's getting your mind going. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's working your, your 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 fingers. You're fighting off that dementia. Yeah, exactly. You're just fighting off that Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, just just do like just enjoy something. I mean, they just bring a fun moment to your day. Mm-hmm. Man, we had a, we had a great like your little story. There had a great moment. Maybe twenty years ago now, I was in uh, Vancouver with a bunch of friends, and it was me and my buddy. It actually it was here in Edmonton. Me and a bunch of friends in a basement at a buddy's house on PS One mm-hmm. playing. I think it was NHL two thousand. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like the two of us playing as Dallas, playing a bunch of other guys in a multi-tap, mm-hmm. playing as whatever else team. And we were just like crushing guys. Mm-hmm. And you have that moment where you're like, we're a team now, man. Like that camaraderie building that happens there. Yeah. That's why like esports is so huge. Because they get together. They're good at a game. They have a team that's great. Everybody looks up to that team. And these kids who otherwise maybe don't play sports or whatever, they're, they're looked at as like classical nerds or whatnot. Mm-hmm. They're they're dorks and they're out there just like crushing it and they're superheroes in their community. Yeah, and I mean like why not? Mm-hmm. Like there's no harm in that. Mm-hmm. It's just like enjoy it. And then there's people who just like who look at that and they're like, well, that's not a fucking sport. That's bullshit. Why is that on ESPN? Well, why is poker on ESPN? Yeah, you know you watch them play poker. That's the dumbest shit ever. That's on Sports Network. Oh yeah, there's um. You know, that's a weird thing because like, uh, I think Forza is just starting their 2018 uh, eSports challenge. Oh, no way. I think grand prize is $250,000, $250,000. Yeah, right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, same thing that you're talking about. And uh, you know the weird thing is is that um, I was watching this, this, uh, there's this uh, documentary. It's on um, uh, it's on Amazon. It's called uh, 24-Hour Le Mans. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Le Mans race, right, which is 24 hours. Yep. And they have different classes, but like the top end class. That the the hybrids are, are racing. These are like two hundred mile per hour like supercars, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Weber, who used to be a Formula One driver, he's on he's on Porsche. They've won the most titles, but like I think Audi's won the most in a row. Like mm-hmm. they're the, they're the now they're the new standard, right? So there's a huge uh, rivalry between those two. Oh wow! And then uh, Nissan is in. Uh, and their their team came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're for the first time or whatever. And their driver is was actually a Gran Turismo graduate, a guy who was just good at Gran Turismo. Yeah. 
and they put him in the car. Oh wow! And uh, so they they saw him drive. He's actually really really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the documentary is crazy. What's it called? Uh, Twenty Four Hour Le Mans. Twenty Four Le Mans. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Man, you can use my Amazon account, and then you can you can watch it. I might have to do that. Yeah. The um the Amazon is pretty great now. I love Amazon. They're really good. Crazy. I mean, I, everybody uses it anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Amazon Prime, like being in Canada now, is really it's something. It's, yeah, I, I I recommend everybody get Amazon Prime. Yeah, I mean, you get your shit in two days, and on top of that, you get a lot of really good content. You get you get good content, and you get their music, and you get your mu- their music as well. Is it like a like a Spotify, Apple Music type thing? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. that's pretty that's pretty all right. Yeah. God damn. I would I I would I'd recommend it. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, your your shipping is is takes no time at all. Man, I just I really want that drone shit to work out <laughs> so I can get my stuff even faster. Yeah. Th- I'll, I'll say the, the downside is this, though. The downside is that um, Amazon gets very, very addictive. Yeah, I mean, but... But I if, you, okay. if you're, if you're uh, like... Now, how do you mean addictive? Like, in what way? Like, buying things that you don't need or just, yeah, like, like, using it without going out? Like, well, um... Here's the thing. I, um... I guess the good outweighs the bad. The bad thing is that you might be able to be like, oh... Because it tells you items that you'll be. Let's say if I want to buy like bo- I buy my I buy my boxes on from Amazon. Of course, it yeah, does. everybody does. Man. Everybody, because it's, it's easier. Cheap, it's cheap. easier. It's yeah. cheaper, and then um and you get more selection. You don't have to be like you don't have to go to a different store. But like, oh, these ones have this whatever, right? Yeah, everything's from there. So, but then like they say like oh if you like these this this stuff you can. It's like going to a checkout and you be like oh uh, you buy all this stuff is oh you might need some batteries you might need this. <laughs> it's like, the upsell. It's the upsell, yeah. right? So they do that. And uh, but then it reminds you of all the stuff that you've been looking at before, like mm-hmm. all your wish list items. <laughs> You'd be like, "Fuck, I want that now." Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So like, um, it's it, it can get like that, but but if you can just turn that off and just be like, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna spend that much yeah. money. Yeah. If you can do that, then you're fine. Then you're good. Yeah. But it saves you so much time. Yeah. No, I totally, I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Because I know people who are who are impulse buyers. Mm-hmm. I am awful in the grocery store. When I buy something and go to the impulse line and see candy, mm-hmm. like I'm, f- I'm terrible for that. But I'm pretty good at the Amazon stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I see something like recommendations or, yeah, the things that you like your previously viewed items or whatnot, yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm not gonna buy those. Yeah, I'm like if it's there, I'm like I'm like I would have bought it already. Yeah. So like I'm like I'm not buying it. So exactly. Plus, like I mean, I use Amazon a lot for for buying things I need for what I do for work, right? So yeah. if I'm buying pens for illustration, or if I'm buying like camera gear or batteries or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my recommendations list now are flooded with like actual things I do need to get, mm-hmm. and that like uh, in your cart, like when you just like randomly check into your cart once a week or whatnot to see shit that you've got in there that's suddenly like cheap now, mm-hmm. or like price drops. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like for me, it's been it's been better than worse. But I do totally understand that. Yeah, there are people out there who have zero fucking impulse control. Oh yeah, there's um, and the good thing is too is that and Amazon I knows it, right? Oh yeah, they know it. Because and the other thing, Amazon has no hassle returns. Oh yeah, exactly. They, like, right? Yeah, you want to just ship it back to us? We don't give a shit. There's um, and also there's, if you go to Best Buy for example, right? Um, you'll you'll just be like, bring it up on Amazon. I'm like. Okay, how much are you charging for this? Yeah, you know it's this much on Amazon. They'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll match it. Indeed. Yeah, no hassle. No hassle. Yeah, which is really cool too. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, man, not to like endorse materialism or buying a lot of things you don't need, but yeah, if you need to get some stuff, yeah, and you've got Amazon, I think like they'll like Best Buy is pretty good at matching things Ma- like yeah, Amazon and DH Photo it, Video, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is really good. Yeah, which is handy because there's a couple things I need to go down there and pick up. So I would like to uh, I'd like to ask the old Best Buy people to knock some prices down for me. Yeah. So I'll make that work out. Yeah. There's a uh, uh, go Amazon. Go Amazon. Uh, they have movies, and we have movie movie stuff that we're yep. going to talk Let's about. Let's do it. So um, everybody forgot the Blade that was there before Black Panther. The what, sorry? Blade. Apparently Wesley Snipes is the first black superhero. 
Everybody yeah, just seemed to forget about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like how weird Black how, Panther. Hey, no, 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 no. Black Panther's fucking no, no, cool I, as I, shit. No, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but the people out there who are like, yeah. oh, it's the first black superhero. I'm like, no, he wasn't. It's like, no, Blade was out there like way before, man. Like, pre predate Black Panther by like 30 or 20 years. I, I, yeah, Blade was, Blade's the shit. A Blade is pretty great. Yeah. And um, there's like, there's been a little bit of like chitter chatter about back and forth from like Wesley Snipes and people talking about Blade and why was it good and why was it bad and all that kind of crap. And why was Blade bad? Well, that blood monster was awful. Oh, yeah. yeah the blood monster was just oh, the mean, worst what, thing what, on what, screen what, what ever. Into, or? Yeah. Like, I mean, they didn't even need to have that CGI. Oh, no, no, that, that, They should have taken that out. They could get rid of that. And make I totally him agree all, with that. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, make him a super vampire. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Yeah, he didn't need to turn into a blob. And they already had a blob in that movie. Yeah, they had the guy at the computer. The librarian. Uh, yeah, the dude who did all the... Wasn't that... Um, uh, what's his name there? The guy from Gotham, Donald Logue. Yeah, that's Donald Logue, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the goopy guy in the chair, just doing the computer stuff. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, he was the uh, he's the he's the head of the archive. The head of the archive. Yeah, but uh, um, but not just like the first black superhero or anything like that, but like one of the first outside of say like Fantastic Four, the Corman stuff, and mm-hmm. maybe uh, like the Punisher, the Dolph Punisher, yeah, the real Punisher, yeah, the actual one, the actual one. The the Vietnam vet, the Vietnam vet <laughs> living in a tunnel. Yeah, the bl- praying the bl- to God, the, the blonde with the painted black hair. Exactly, mm-hmm. the shoe polish and stuff. Yeah, God, I still love that movie so much. I, I take love so it. much flack for it from people, but God, I love that movie. Love that movie. It's the real Punisher, people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, outside of those movies, that's like the first Marvel. Like that's the first time I remember on screen outside of the Punisher, actually, mm-hmm. that I saw like Marvel on screen and knew I was watching a legit Marvel movie. Yeah, and it was a Marvel movie that that was rated R. That was rated R. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Deadpool. So they did, yeah. So like people are talking about, oh, we are you gonna do, is Marvel ever gonna make a rated R? They did. They did make a rated R. Yeah. Movie. So they they have the they will do it. Uh, in in tune with that story though, today was talking about how Sony had a huge blunder in like around that era. Mm-hmm. In that time, they uh, are we getting a phone call? We're getting a a guest calling in. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, they can wait. Um, my our guest callings don't work. We tried last week and that that didn't work. But um, they're talking about how Sony tried. They almost did buy Marvel's entire catalog, the licenses to all the movies. Really? In the 80s, yeah. Or not in the 80s, but the 90s. Really? Yeah, it was like... Uh, Actually, yeah, back then, yeah, that would make sense. It yeah. would have made sense. Mm-hmm. It was right when... I think they said it was 98. Uh, this dude, uh, in, in his book, Ben Fritz wrote about it in his little book there, how Yar Landau, or Landau, mm-hmm. which is a great Star Wars name. Yeah. Yar Landau. Like Martin Landau, but Yar. Mm-hmm. Yar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going up to Marvel to buy the rights to Sony, or buy, buy the rights to Spider-Man yeah. on behalf of Sony. To be like, we would like to get our hands in that. And like the big wigs back there, he, he brokered a deal with Ike Perlmutter mm-hmm. to like buy them all for $25 million. Mm-hmm. They were going to have like Spidey, Ant-Man, Captain, like everything, like Marvel. And then uh, the Sony guys were like, fuck that. <laughs> no, nobody cares about those little losers. You get Spider-Man, you get Spider-Man only. We don't care about anybody else. And they did. They ended up getting Spidey, and we got mm. the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Yeah. But they just, like, like they just scoffed away the entire catalog for $25 million. Jesus. Like, we are looking at a completely different landscape oh, in, in the last yeah. 20 years where Sony has all those movies. Yeah. They, um, do you think Sony could have, would have developed those, those, those characters really well? Well, okay. I think they probably would have developed things like Captain America, Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk. Yeah. We've gotten Avengers. Yeah. But, um, I mean, would they have done with what, what we got with Ant-Man? Like, would, would they have done the same thing with Ant-Man? Hard to say. Yeah, right? I mean, like, it really, we don't know. We'll, we'll never know. But at the same time, like, I don't know. We got a pretty good, like, as history worked out, we got we got good Marvel movies. Yeah. We got a series. Of, I mean, I know it's not your favorite thing. Like, you don't really like the... Uh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, but for good, like, we always talk about it, it is for good reason. Mm-hmm. You find there's a lack of a strong villain in all of them. Yeah, they're not... 
Uh, the movies aren't interesting. They're mm-hmm. fun, but they're not interesting. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, because I get the, I'll, I'll never go back for another, for another second viewing. There's a few I will, but a lot that I won't. Like, I really have no desire to go back to Ant-Man. No. Like, I mean, it was a fun movie the first time around. Yeah, I think if I watched it again, it, w- it would ru- it would ruin it the, for the first time I saw it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I'm like, I like the first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, but this movie's actually... Some of the guys, the, the supporting crew... Those oh, are, those guys are, those guys, yeah, those guys are hilarious. Pena is great. Yeah, but if I watch it again, I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's I'm I'm watching for that that scene only. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen it like I think twice. The first time in the theater, and the second time because I was showing somebody else a movie. Yeah. Somebody's like, have you seen Ant Man? I'm like, yeah, I've seen Ant Man. Oh, watch Ant Man. I've seen Ant Man. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go watch it. Yeah. We did Ant Man twice, and it was like it was fun the second time, but really because of, like like Michael Pena, mm-hmm. like his weird like criminal who's got all the stories and shit. Yeah. That's fun to watch. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I mean, I always felt like the Marvel movies different from the DC movies are because Marvel's villains are the main characters. Mm-hmm. Like the villain is the internal, like the, the story of the the character's growth is a lot to do the internal struggle of the character rather than the outside villain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which yeah. is why I kind of I'm I, that is a weird way for me to make peace with what you're saying. But no, no, I do no, see that, your no. I, 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 yeah, because like I, it's that means like Marvel could Marvel could have a movie just based on the villain, have a villain's movie. Yeah. And like a, like the a struggle doctor, will be the villain. Yeah, like the doc, like Doctor Doom's movie, right? Yeah. But then, how many people people don't want to see a, uh, a villain movie? Like the only time, the only thing I could see right now is uh, if the villain is like an more of an antihero than anything else. Like they want to see like like like, like Venom, Blade. for example, Venom yeah. or Blade, right? Yeah. Um, they go those kind of movies, right? But mm-hmm. like, would the movie going public want to see a Doctor Doom movie? I, I think they would. I think so, too. Yeah, I think they totally would. Yeah. I think they would in the sense of watching him as a villain, but it would be in the Marvel way. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like that's no different than what we saw in Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Civil War had no villains. Yeah. There is a relatable factor to every single person's character, even Zemo. When like when you finally find out Zemo's entire family died in the Sokovia fight, uh, the yeah. Sokovia thing, event, mm-hmm. then he's like, you know what? I'm going to destroy everybody here. Mm-hmm. It's like he becomes super relatable and no longer a villain. Yeah. So it's like it's I think in that sense that yeah you could get like villain movies from Marvel that yeah. would be watchable yeah because Doctor yeah. Doom especially yeah because like uh yeah because I don't think there's yeah because Baron Zemo is like that's uh that's justifiable right so he's a yeah. he's not really a villain he's just uh he's committing heinous acts because uh mm-hmm. there's a purpose to it right yeah he he really believes in his purpose yeah so like the best that's the be- the I th- like for me it's like I like villains who are um uh there's a reason why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But my favorite villain is the one that there's no reason why he's doing it. Just a, just a nut job. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but okay, has there been a villain yet that you can really say 100 percent there's no reason behind him? I mean, like, cause even the Joker, like everybody's like, he just wants to watch Will Burn. It's like, no, he doesn't. He's he wants the he wants like what we say. Like I always say, it's Trump factor. He wants to drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. He is he is like almost like an organized chaos. He comes well, not like Trump. Trump's a moron. But like the Joker character, he comes in and he has organized chaos to bring everything back down to the, to like the rubble. Okay, the what about um, uh, he's no different than Bane. What about the, what about Malcolm Mandel's uh character in uh, in uh, Clockwork Orange? Mental illness. That that guy's fucked in the head. Yeah, that guy's genuinely fucked in the head. Hmm. So his his reason for being is that he's like that's that's that messed up dude. We're watching a. Almost like a what do they call a thing like a, the catcher in the rye, the stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. We're yeah. just we're just like we're taking a peek in the event of a, uh, uh, we're t- we're looking at an, uh, an event in a moment in time of like a guy who's just blown out, like all of them. They're yeah, all just blown yeah, out. Yeah, because like even like Hannibal Lecter, there's no uh, he's just uh, 
he did that. He just t- he just took that turn and he became he just became Lecter. Yeah, he became Lecter. Yeah, but I mean, like Hannibal, the show kind of ruins that. The show ruins that. Yeah, but, well, uh, but I mean, th- it doesn't ruin it. It builds the mythology, but it, it destroys the idea of the character in the movie. Yeah, because I don't want to hear that backstory. Like, like, I don't I don't care how he got there. You don't? No, I at don't all. at all. Oh wow, because he's so intriguing at the way he is. Well, because he's he is the enigma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, uh, there's no reason to like. It's like, um, like that's that's the like in Manhunter. Yeah, in Manhunter, he is way more fleshed out in a sense. Yeah, because I I don't need that. For yeah. me, it's like that. Uh, it's that whole idea of uh, the force. Mm-hmm. It was unknown. We were like, oh, it just happened. <laughs> but then like in bugs the in your blood. And then all of a sudden, it's it, it, those bit of chlorians, wherever the yeah. hell it is, right? Fucking that bugs ruins in your everything. Blood, I don't yeah, care does. about that. They gotta find a way to it fix that. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. That that means it, it's not. It's not all around us. It's not. It isn't so. It, no, it's in your blood. So you have it or you don't. Well, like I mean, like that's that's why I hated that idea of uh, the Zon trilogy there. Yeah. That you know you can't just wrap a worm around your neck and all of a sudden the force doesn't work on you. Oh yeah. It, that that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's it that whole idea to me is like it doesn't work on me anymore because I get a worm around my neck. It's like well I'll still drop a fucking boulder on your head. Yeah. So maybe you create a bubble around you that I can't use the force on you because you're sitting inside of a magical bubble. But that boulder isn't. Yeah. So I'm just gonna smash you with that boulder. Yeah. And th- it'll work. Yeah. There's too many. There's too many holes. Yeah, there's too many holes in there, right? Yeah. So I don't like that idea. Yeah. And that stuff like that always annoyed me. Even yeah. like the uh, the lightsaber resistant metal. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, of course, it's got lightsaber resistant metal. You must have that because if there's an energy force out there, then there must be something that can negate that energy force. Oh yeah. So it makes sense, right? Yeah. There's yeah. Th- so that's the thing. I li- I like what I like when villains are absolute. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why comic book Thanos is so fun. Yeah, because but even then, like he he mentally destroys himself in every battle he's in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's his own worst enemy. Yeah, and eventually he's like, "This is all bad." Oh, I'm the villain. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll stop now. Yeah, yeah. It's never like you guys. You guys got me. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah and like uh, even like uh, yeah, like there, there, there's like uh, like a lot of victims are just like the, they're just, um, they're they're parts of their environment or circumstances wherever they are right but mm-hmm. like uh, yeah you're right there's very few that are just um you see them and like they're, they're like that guy's just fucked oh man it's like um i don't I know if you've been even Cletus cassidy he's like he was just a raised fucked up right yeah he was just like super abused like i mean there's a there's an actual story arc there when mm-hmm. you go back and look at him yeah which is funny like i don't know if you've been watching black lightning no but um incredibly good mm. it's really good i mean it's like uh it well i mean it's made by it's it if if Essentially, it's designed by the same team, like Tony Isabella mm-hmm. in the 70s that made Luke Cage. So that's why it's kind of got an importance to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, more than that, the way they're handling it is really good. It's not yeah. being handled as like a, um, you know, as a, this is why you make black TV shows or black characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, this shit happens to everybody. Yeah. Like the, the superhero, supervillain story happens to everybody. This is their circumstance happened to be this. Mm-hmm. And it's very grounded in that world, New Orleans and where they are and yeah. in a black community, right? But um, that, that's beside the point. The growth of the villain of uh, Tobias Whale is different than the comic books, but mm-hmm. in this one, when you watch him, I was watching the other day, and like the first thing out of my mouth was like, "Well, that's how supervillains are born." Mm-hmm. Like as a little kid, he's an albino. His dad's al- an alcoholic, a hardworking guy. Um, mother has left, and he beats the crap out of the sister, and he's just like he just belittles the shit, like just berates uh, Tobias for being an albino, mm-hmm. and then like beats up his sister. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's how supervillains are born." Mm-hmm. He probably took like a completely healthy. Well, maybe not super healthy because, you know, it's the 70s and he's an albino. Mm-hmm. But, like, and that's his father. But you took what could have been a completely healthy human being and just drowned him in violence, mm-hmm. and now he's a supervillain. Yeah. So you just created that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's everybody's got a story. Yeah. There's a. Uh, um, well, I mean, all the good characters have a story. The good characters have a story, yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, 
Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I like uh, the more, yeah, the more extreme, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I don't, like I, li- I like, I do like Loki because he's a, he is a good villain for the Marvel universe. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, he, like, they, he's not, he, he's, he was, he was just overused too much in that, in that whole. In that universe, I could be wrong. Maybe that's just me because I just see him everywhere. No, I mean, I think that's a very easy argument to make too. Like that he was. It's being very overused. easy, yeah, exactly. Because like he's yeah. like Tom Hiddleston is so charismatic. Yeah, he is. And Loki when he's on is the screen so now. You when you see him on the screen, yeah. who wouldn't want to see more of him? I yeah. totally understand that. He's the whenever Tom Hiddleston's Loki is on screen, he's the coolest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. And like Hiddleston knows it, mm-hmm. so I mean, his charisma just like shines, right? Yeah. So that's a problem mm-hmm. because like you can't put him next. To, I mean, which wasn't so much in Ragnarok because like Hemsworth really stepped it up. But, like, you can't have him next to, like, Robert Downey Jr. and, and say, like, well, you know, like, Robert Downey Jr. is the coolest guy in the room. It's mm-hmm. like, no, now you got a real battle. Like, you got yeah. two guys who are slick as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they're so cool. And, like, who do you root for? And then you overuse the villain because, like, he's so – he fits in those areas so well. Yeah, it's true. And then, like, turns out he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have all these weird moments with him, right? Yeah. So, you, you th- I think they fell into a very easy trap with him mm-hmm. and overused him in, in some in some sense. Yeah. There's a um, – yeah, there's too many – um, that's the thing too, because Marvel has so much at their disposal, but they don't don't. Yeah, like there's a lot that we could like. I mean, that's why I thought Guardians of the Galaxy two was as fun as it was, and it looked really great. Like they just blew it. Like, oh they, yeah, they, they totally, totally blew, it. blew it. Yeah, I did not need ego. They could have made that Spartax. They could have made that Jason, mm-hmm. and um, used the original storyline and still had the same story, mm-hmm. and not like well, come like why ego? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe we'll see, right? Maybe we'll see what he's got something to do with the gem or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, more to do with the gem than what we have. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. But but, but, but forging ahead. Forging ahead. Um, we had ah, there was a, a great article. Again, oh, well, actually, before you, actually before you start, yeah, yeah, ahead, so one thing. Uh, just quick. Uh, no, ten, se- ten well, seconds. Take your time. Uh, uh, they they're um at their peak. Mm-hmm. Who would end up fight between Blade and uh Chala? <laughs> oh man, no. I th- well, I mean, one is, man, fully fully loaded. Fully loaded Gun, all the way yeah, through. All the way through. With the suit or without the suit? Like, is Black Panther wearing his, his vibranium-laced suit, or is he just, like, mystical amulet shit? Who's he, who's he without the suit? Well, he's still got, like, powers. Okay, then. Yeah, he, okay. He's still super-powered. Okay, so Blade has no suit. But Blade is still super-powered. He's, okay. a, he's a daywalker. He's okay. got vampire strength. Okay, let's okay, give him the suit. G- give give Chala the suit. <laughs> oh, then he wins. Okay. Because then the sword doesn't work. Okay, so what, okay, let's see without the suit. Man, maybe he still wins because he's like he's mystically powered, right? Okay. He's got like way more superhuman speed than I think Blade does. Blade's got basic vampire human strength, right? I mean, he's like a full vampire. Mm-hmm. But he had that weird, like, you know, Tom Cruise Lestat power where he can just be yeah. across his room in the blink of an eye. But I don't yeah. think he can do that. I think Blade moves like a human. He's just really strong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, 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 that was my only thing. Yeah. Whereas Black Panther's. Now, now I'm going to be stuck on this. Black Panther's got the. Uh, think about it. The thing, right? Yeah. God, think about man. it. Man. <laughs> Man, I hate it when that kind of thing happens. Keep going. Uh, Christopher Lee, old Kevin Martin, from the lobby, posted a thing on Facebook that I was looking at. It was like it's kind of interesting because I hadn't read it before. I guess during the Hobbit or during the uh, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. when Grimmel Wormtongue stabs Christopher Lee, Sauron, yeah, or Saruman, mm-hmm. and uh, he's dying. I guess uh, the J.R. Tolkien. I'm uh, not Tolkien. There, uh, the, what's his name there? The dude who directed him, Peter Jackson. Yeah, Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Think of the Frighteners. Peter Jackson. There. He's like, oh, you need to scream. <laughs> you need to scream and yell and like really fucking, you know, Shakespeare Bella, this yeah. thing up. And he's like, no. He's <laughs> like, why not? What do you mean no? He's like, well, when you stab somebody in the back, you're hitting a lot of lung in there and there's no air in there. They're not going to scream. They're going to freak out. 
but they're gonna writhe around, but they're not gonna they're not gonna do what you want me to do. They're just gonna end up dying slowly and painfully. And he's like, Well that's that's horrifying. How do you know this? Well, because he was like in the military. Mm-hmm. Like he he was like World War Two REF, like hardcore special forces guy. He's Christopher yeah. Lee, right? He's like, Well, I've seen a lot of men die from stab wounds, they never scream. Like that is like when you think you're directing a movie, you got Christopher Lee there, and yeah, he's the man with the golden gun and all that shit. Yeah. But then he kind of gives you a little tidbit about how people die, and then he's been there when it happened. That's got to make it feel pretty small. Yeah. You know, you know, everyone has that. You know, they talk about having a third eye, the mind's eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has the third nipple. Christopher Lee. Yeah. Did did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Scaramanga. Scaramanga. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I totally forgot about the third that. Third nipple knows all, man. The third nipple knows all. <laughs> God, Scar. What a great name for a character. Scaramanga. Scaramanga. Mr. Scaramanga. Yeah. That was uh, what's his name, wasn't it? Uh, the little fella there from Fantasy Island. Yeah. Tattoo. Tattoo. Hervé Villachez. Yeah. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm saying it all wrong. Hervé Villachez. Well, yeah, he was um boss the plane. Yeah, it was the plane. The plane. Man, sad life for that guy too. They all had it rough back then, man. Like all those like '80s TV stars. Man. Those were uh, those were dark days, man. Those were dark days, and like talk about like the amount of abuse they all took. Like we had a we had kind of like a little running gag. Not a gag we were making fun of, but there was like a little there was a meme being shared around one of our uh, one of our threads. Yeah. One of our Facebook Messenger threads, and I posted a like fairly dark image of a little person like laughing and dancing, mm-hmm. and it was like meant to be dark. And then Strangler made a comment about like, well, you know, he's laughing and smiling can't be all that bad. Like, man, like in that era, if if a little person was laughing and dancing, you can damn well be sure that a large normal sized person was making him do it, and it was not a fun thing for him to do. Nope. Um, the uh, the little people have never gotten the great jobs in the eighties. Even now. Yeah, even now, man. Yeah. I mean, like outside of Lannister, there. Yeah. Well, who? But he's a phenomenal actor. Like he's a. Yeah. Like, he and out- um, the shit out of everybody in the room. And the guy who did uh and uh, what's his name from Willow? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Wicked. Wicked. Uh, <laughs> no, his name is um Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty incredible too. Yeah, because he he's a good actor. He's a very good actor. And uh, but uh, yeah, even Bill Burr said it. Like he's like his. You see his uh, his bit on uh on, the, on uh, little people, the little people there. Oh, it's priceless. It's it's very hard not to say midget. Yeah, but like we don't say that. Yeah, because like you don't say it. What, what, how do you put it? He said like that's a tear, that's a table, that's a t- that's a chair, that's a table. And that guy's a fucking and there's a fucking midget. Like <laughs> oh, it sounds tough. <laughs> it sounds tough. But yeah, I mean like I, I don't know. I mean terminology's so fucked up. Like you can't say anything anymore without somebody. Writing a letter, yeah, exactly. Somebody freaking out about something. God, people just like to freak out about shit all the time, and it's just like it's getting it's getting to that boiling point now. I think finally we're at a boiling point. Yeah. Okay, we, we yeah we can't get bogged up, bogged into this. No, nah, because we always do. Yeah, we always, we always do. do. And yeah. I end up going on a rant, and my rants are always problematic because yeah. fucking somebody bitches about them. Oh God. Uh, what else? <laughs> I the idea of uh, biography accuracy and uh, and real life that was actually part of the Christopher Lee thing I was thinking about mm-hmm. today. About the idea of like the accuracy in movies, like gunshot wounds. Yeah. How guns just like make sounds all the time. Like guns don't make sounds all the time. Mm-hmm. You pick a gun up off a table, like you're you're you better tighten it up. It's making sounds. Mm-hmm. But they have to in movies because like you know it's not realistic if somebody picks up something off the table and it's silent. Mm-hmm. There's a dude whose job it is to like be in a room and have like you know little metal things sliding around like a loose gun, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna pick it up and like in the in the movie when the guy picks the gun up, that that sound effects dude in the back. Like picking up a loose gun and make it sound like there's something tactile, like yeah, tactile in his hands, right? yeah. But uh, and the stabbing thing, like mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that have to be like uh, dramatic and entertaining mm-hmm. that just aren't dramatic and entertaining in real life, yeah. Which like somehow I don't know how it happened got me to Tombstone, and how I fucking love Tombstone. Maybe one of my top few westerns of all. You don't like it? 
You don't like Tombstone. You're making the face. No. Uh, what is no, it? No, no, no. I Who ruined this movie for no, you? No, no, no. I fucking love Tombstone. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, I, my only, the reason I was making that face, I'm like, mm-hmm. do I have that movie memorized? Oh, I'm like, really? I'm, I'm like, yeah, I think I do. I think I got it in the memory banks. I, th- I do. Like, if you started the movie right now, I yeah. think I could, I could go for line for line. From the intro walk, the music? Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, like I, I can't. I, if you put it on right now, mm-hmm. I, I could probably recite it. I am that. That makes me so happy. Yeah, because like, man, do I love Tombstone? No, I love Tombstone. I have, a, I have a, uh, I have a T-shirt mm-hmm. of, uh, of, jo- of Doc Holliday. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. God damn, yeah. that's really good. But yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, the actual Doc. No, Holliday I know. Mine says, "What does mine say?" Mine says, "Uh, um, that's just my game." That's pretty good. Yeah. That is all right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, it was one of those movies I remember watching as a kid and uh, not being a huge Western uh, history guy at the time. Mm-hmm. Not as a kid either. I mean, I was in high school when that came out. But then that made me want to get into Western history. When I finally did, I realized how inaccurate the movie is. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cosmatos there, George George Cosmatos, Cosmatos I think he, yep. the director, it, which is, like, only now it's coming out that he was really the director because Kurt Russell said how he directed it. Yeah, through like signals and nose touches and baseball shit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, who was also the director of uh, Cobra, Cobra as well. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But um, he talked about how he wanted the gunfight on screen to be the exact length of time as a gunfight in real life, mm-hmm. and it kind of is. Yeah. Like I mean, they come in, they shoot the shit out of each other, and it stops. Yeah. Like it's not like a huge. You don't you don't remember that in your head. It's like this enormous, like John Wayne, like what was that? The one with the kid. The the one where he takes a little girl across that that friggin' the dude remade. Oh yeah, my uh, brain's farting all over the place today. Oh, um, um. the one with uh, <laughs> the the Jeff Bridges did with the new one. Yeah, uh, fuck, what's it called? Um, Rooster, Rooster Cogburn. Yeah, fuck, what the hell is the movie called? Um, yep, I'm doing that right now in my head. Oh fuck, okay, I can't remember. But yeah, like it didn't have like a super. Matt Damon's in that movie, right? Matt Damon's in it too. Yeah, he plays Labouf, Labeef. My name's LeBeouf, but they call me LeBeef. Oh, uh, shit. Beef, it's called, the, um... The, the meat. It's not The Searchers. No. <laughs> I can't... I, I know. It's, oh, it's right in there. Oh, my fucking... Ah, uh, okay. Never mind. Nice. Go ahead. But, yeah. I mean, that, that was the thing about Tombstone. It didn't have that moment. Like, it didn't have that long, drawn-out... There was a couple in there, but the OK Corral gun sh- the shootout... Yeah. ...was pretty accurate. Yeah. That movie was, uh... Um, Tombstone is good for, like... Okay, number one is, a. Uh, um... You th- there's there's certain scenes in there like I know that if I was on set and I was I was acting there even if I was an extra mm-hmm. or it was my I had to say a line. Yeah. But watching Val Kilmer mm-hmm. um or Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell just watching them act. Mm-hmm. I think I would just stand there and just be in awe I'd be like holy shit these these two are going at it. Oh dude. And I'd be like and I'm like there would be like uh Roger it's your line. <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah I'll, exactly, I'll like, right? Oh shit. Sorry. I was just caught up in the moment. I would imagine you would do that anytime Kurt Russell's interacting with Powers Booth. Yeah. That is just like That's they, crazy. They had legit I mean not not in real life. Like not like WWE terms legit, but they had like real tension. Like they they were making they making that so tense. Yeah. Like everything they were doing you knew like is is one of them just going to like stab the other one or try it at least? Oh yeah. Like this is going to go bad right fucking now. Yeah. Even Powers Booth said like he was a uh, uh, during that, uh, they were doing. I saw the because I, I watched the behind the scenes, the making of that movie, mm-hmm. and he was talking about it. And he says, "Yeah, he says Kurt Russell. He's like, he goes, I've never seen. He goes, that he goes, he goes. I don't know why he he's like he's this guy is amazing. Like how, <laughs> how good he is. Like, you tell him I'm coming. Yeah, and hell's coming with me. Yeah, like that. Like when he cuts the dude's face with the spur. Like mm-hmm. there are so many cool Western movie moments in that thing. It's yeah. just incredible. Oh yeah, and 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 Val Kilmer is just. Uh, he's legendary in that. Everything movie. he does is cool. Everything he does is cool. Yeah, everything Val Kilmer does is cool. But I, I don't know why people don't think of Val Kilmer as a legit 
heavy hitter mm-hmm. after that thing. I mean, like, everybody kind of makes fun of Iceman. And people kind of make fun of Batman and all that kind of shit. I but think it's, it's but, uh, but fucking uh, his Doc Holiday was incredible. Doc Holiday, um, I, I'm not sure if you, I think you were, you weren't a big fan of The Doors, right? No, no, but I wasn't a big fan of The Doors because of Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison, right? But, but whereas Val Kilmer in The Doors is very good. Oh yeah. What we talked about last time. Yeah. He should have been the real Jim Morrison. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because Val just uh, he's so, uh, man, he's so versatile. Even though it's like you're like that's Val Kilmer, but man, he's a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like he had it all. Even like when you watch the Doc Holiday and that, and I mean, there are there are still debates as to, like where where his accent was really from. Because I think he's from Boston, right? Like he had a, but he had like a Southern aristocratic accent in that thing. I mean, yeah. he wore a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was just like Doc Holiday in that movie is so chill. Yeah, he just doesn't care. He's just walking around and just doing his thing. But like things like the um the Johnny Ringo, like he didn't he didn't shoot Johnny Ringo in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like that that kind of I don't I don't believe that ever. They were even in the same part of the I U.S. That, that was probably dr- dr- uh, dramatized a lot, yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is what I was talking about earlier: the whole idea of like the the dramatic license, mm-hmm. like the artistic license for increasing like the the entertainment of the movie. Yeah, because like it wouldn't be fun. But uh, yeah, that's business though. Because if they don't do that, then like the, the movie's not gonna make a lot. You know, exactly. Yeah, we would rather see a title scroll saying like uh, Johnny Ringo died in Wyoming uh, yeah. ten years later <laughs> and afterwards, not, and not here. Yeah, he died of yeah. you know he died of you know gonorrhea, dysentery. Whatever it is. Yeah, dysentery. <laughs> Shot himself in the foot and yeah, developed yeah. a weird. It's fun- fungus. Yeah, you might say, yeah. Fucking Bob Marley died, cancer he foot. He died of dysentery. Of dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> then shit, then shit himself in the woods. <laughs> then, yeah, then the tagline goes, which led to the creation of the game Oregon Trail. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, you went full circle, dude. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, not full circle, but you brought that wagon around. You went to Oregon Trail. He died in Oregon of dysentery. Yeah. I uh, should be on a shirt. Johnny Ringo died of Oregon. Died in Oregon of dysentery. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I w- like not not I wonder. I know there are a lot of movies out there that I really enjoy that are that are like so entertaining. Like I can overlook the shittiness of the uh, of the accuracy. Like Dragon, I love Dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, and I love Dragon. And I get mad at certain scenes in that movie, but I mean, it's just it's an entertaining movie, so I enjoy it. Right? Yeah, I, I really I like it. Yeah, because I'm not sure how. Uh, actually, one movie I, g- I gave another chance to was um, uh, Public Enemies. Mm-hmm. I was watching that with my dad, uh, and uh, we're talking about Johnny Depp Public Enemies. Yeah, the and greatest gunshot sounds I've heard in a long time. Oh yeah, they're the fantastic. Yeah, um, they were the best until I watched uh, the revamped, uh, the rev- the new version of Heat. Sound wise, sound wise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, man, what a great movie, Public Enemies. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I didn't give it the credit it deserved as I was watching it. Me neither. Yeah. But then when I saw it again, I was like, actually, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a slow burn. It is, but like, uh, but it's not bad. Yeah, because like, um, I was watching, and I'm like, I'm like, I should be entertained. I'm like, no, no, watch this movie because it's this is the story of Do- John Dillinger. This is mm-hmm. not, you know, I'm not watching a, like, take out, take the Michael Mann out of there, take take uh, take Johnny Depp out of there, and just mm-hmm. like watch it as um, as a just just take just watch it um as a John John Dillinger movie. Yeah. And then uh, and talk about like uh, talk about the creation of the FBI and stuff like that. So yeah. I remember watching it. I'm like, man, you can join us on another level easily. It, it did have a lot of levels to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, really good. Um, the idea of not having a like a a big dramatic death scene for Dillinger, like when mm-hmm. he when he dies. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, like it's not like they didn't make a huge thing where you know it's like um, fucking Twelve Monkeys when yeah. Bruce Willis like all oh, goes slow mo and mm-hmm. you know they turn around real slow and there's a little gunshot and all that. No, he just fucking eats it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just he walks up behind him and he puts him on the back of his head. Yeah. Game over. That's uh, th- what's his name there? Um, Stephen Lang again, right? Mm-hmm. Stephen Lang was the cop in that, or the the FBI agent chasing him in that. 
with uh, the other one there, Christian Bale. Yeah, he's the one who he's one of the guys who shot uh, one of the guys who um, shot him. Dillinger. Yeah, but Stephen Lang was like in a really quiet role in that. Yeah, it was very subdued, and yeah. he's the one he talks to uh, Marion Cotillard, and she said uh, he says what he says. Yeah, he uh, he's like did you, he's like were you what? Because she tells him mm-hmm. were you were you were you the one who shot him? Yeah, he's like I was one of them. I was one of them. Yeah, and then he said uh, she's like well why'd you why'd you invite me down here then? He's like come here to. Uh, uh, and he goes, I I came here to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, there, and she told him uh, Johnny's last words. Yeah. And he just walks away in respect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That was it. And he's he does not get enough credit as an actor. No, he was he was great in uh, the hard way. The hard way, fucking years ago, man. Years ago. Yeah. Well, he was in Tombstone. Yep. He was uh, one of the Clanton gang. Yep. He was in Tombstone. I mean, if anybody knows what we're talking about, is he was the main villain in Avatar. Yeah. He's the guy who gets in the, the walking. Or whatever, whatever, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. the the main douchebag army guy. Yeah, and he's in the he's gonna be in the next Avatar movies. He's dead though, isn't he? Yeah. Are they gonna bring him back as a thing, as a as a blue skinner? They're gonna bring as a, a tall Smurf. I I I, I don't know. <laughs> bring him back as a tall Smurf. I'm done with all those, man. Um, like we've talked about here to to death in a sense, but yeah, all the Avatar movies just they're just I don't know, man. Like uh, you know what? Uh, as much as I'm done with them, mm-hmm. uh. Like I have Avatar, um, I think I mean is that everybody has Avatar. Yeah, I have it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's very nice to watch, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's one of those like it's a marathon to watch. Mm-hmm. You can't. I, I don't care who you are. It's like if you want to watch that again, it's a it, it's a fantastic like ride. Yes, but I attribute it. But it's like, it's a little below. It's below Tron. What? So you you put it as high as Tron? I know. I meant like if you watch it as a ride. Oh, so, okay, I get you. But yeah. you mean the new one, Tron what, Legacy there? Yeah, Tron Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah. The, um, so, because uh, Tron Legacy, you could just watch. You don't even give a shit about the story, right? Yeah. You could just watch that and be like, put it, watch it on 3D, you'll be like, wow, this is crazy. The music's crazy. The visuals are crazy. Whatever, mm-hmm. right? But, like, uh, Avatar is just good visually. I've always said, and I, I stand by it, Avatar is a really high-level 3D tech demo. Yeah. How to do 3D right. Exactly. It's almost like you, you give them... Because, I mean, like, it's, it's just so bland. I just find it, I mean, the best stories are simple, and that's great. Yeah. But Avatar is just so bland. Yeah, I like know. It's it. just, it's the most whitewashed, watered-down, bland story that you can possibly get. I know, and some of the scenes are, like, they're, they're writing and all that and some of the, you're just, like, I'm cringing, and I'm like, oh, fuck, turn this off. Yeah, Attack of the Clones is better dialogue. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's really, it's so bland. So, I'm, yeah, so I'm hoping that they, th- since they took their all this time with it, mm-hmm. it's got to, now it, 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 it should. It has to be like, it has to be mind-blowingly good. Well, they've started pre-production or something now, right? I mean, yeah. like, so the scripts are. I think the scripts are like two, three, four, five, eight, twelve, whatever they are. Yeah, they 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 were all written at the same time. Oh, excuse me. And then he was saying that's why it took so long. Yeah. So really good story. Yeah. So I hope that it's like visually. I don't think we're gonna be disappointed. I'll be like, you know, if you want to go in there for a, as a technical exercise, yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna be fantastic. But if it doesn't have a good story or whatever. It's not gonna have the same success as the last one. Well, his whole concept too now is like I don't know if he's gonna go like lenticular or what, but he's gonna do 3D without the glasses. Yeah. For the next movies, now how he's gonna make that happen? I, I mean, well, we we've seen it happen on the DS and whatnot. Yeah. On the uh, the 3DS, the Nintendo Nintendo unit there, but like if you can you pull that off on large scale? Like, can you really do that in a theater? I think that's why it's so taking so long because he's testing everything to make sure that you know is, are, can you get headaches on it. Yeah. Which is what I appreciate. I do appreciate yeah. that James Cameron creates technology mm-hmm. to to make good movies. Yeah. 
which is cool because like everybody benefits from that. It's like um, Nolan's like dedicated uh, IMAX cameras. Yeah. And how he makes them lighter and faster moving. And yeah, like and, he, and he lends them up. out. He's like, he you know lends what, them you out. You need my lenses? Yeah. You know what? Go ahead, make this movie. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, creating technology make movies better. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen like the, the best filmmakers kind of do that. Like Robert Rodriguez did it. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it with Sony, I think, for that first the first red, yeah. the first concept of the red camera. And then like James Cameron does it, and uh, Christopher Nolan does it. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like. At least, like with Christopher Nolan, I'm getting movies that are I'm gonna go back to over and over again. Oh yeah, like like I I still watch once once fun time in Mexico. Oh yeah, that that's that the fucking that's a good movie. That would be fan fucking fantastic. Puerco Pil Pil. <laughs> God, Johnny Depp's whole concept of a Puerco Pil Pil. Even the way he's driving the car with the like the fake arm and the real arm, like all like that's it's such crazy. A, it's such a cool looking movie. Yeah. I get why people didn't like it. Because there's like it's the fourth movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's like three movies, but really that's like the fourth movie. You haven't seen the third one yet. Mm-hmm. He hasn't made the third one yet. But it's still such a fantastic. Wait movie. a minute. There's well, the first one was no. There's there's only three. There's only three. But that's the fourth story, really, right? Because like we get glimpses of the third story. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah in yeah, in yeah. once upon a time. Yeah. Like we before his wife. Because yeah, because all the things he's talking, all the things he's talking about when he's reminiscing, it's a, that's it's like from a the third un- movie. unmade third movie. It's an unmade third movie. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So like we have, well, I mean, that's just like not really an unmade third movie. He's he's reminiscing in in uh, as as but the yeah, character flashing back. Fla- the, but yeah, those flashbacks could are that could movie. be a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You could expand that into mm-hmm. a huge movie. Mm-hmm. And like making making your main character essentially like you know a uh, a force of nature rather than a main character. Yeah. But um, I I see why people don't like it, but I still fucking love it. Oh yeah. Uh, did you see the new Transformers toys? Yeah, I did. The Transformers Cyberverse toys? Cyberverse, yes. They look beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. They look like updates for the original toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they're all plastic and whatnot, but they still look really pretty. Oh, yeah. The color schemes are all right. Everybody looks how they should look. Mm-hmm. They transform into the way they should transform. Mm-hmm. Except, uh, what was the name? Autobot Jazz. <laughs> did you hear about what happened I with d- Autobot I heard Jazz? Ab- I heard about it, yeah. So, <laughs> the sticker is from a, an Italian company. I guess like a third-party vendor that was building the stickers, mm-hmm. but in Autobots uh, Cybertronian language, M A G A on the sticker, so it says MAGA. MAGA it says Make America Great Again. Yeah. And Hasbro was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and they contacted them and they like, got back to everybody and said, "Hey, so we have third-party vendor did that shit. We are not political. We don't take a stance on any of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, please buy our Transformers toys. Yeah. We will get rid of that ASAP. Yeah. I'm like, that's just funny. Like, I don't care. It says MAGA." I didn't say MAGA. Who gives a shit? shit, It's a a robot in disguise, man. It's a fucking toy. So there wouldn't be, like, (laughs) right-leaning. Like, could you imagine? There's got to be a right-leaning Autobot. Only the alt-rights buy, like, buy jazz. Yeah, only the alt-rights buy. But no, I mean, I would think to myself, like, at some point, there's got to be a conversation Transformers going to have with Optimus Prime, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like, Donald Trump's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. Guys, Donald Trump's getting a bad rap. I know Megatron's <laughs> out there, but like, guys, <laughs> let's let's get real. I'd be great if Megatron is like a hardcore liberal. No, Hillary's the one. <laughs> no kidding. He's just not not digging it at all. Like, he doesn't get along with Trump's views at all. Yeah, he yeah, chews Starscream like Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly right. Oh, poor Starscream. But that Starscream toy looks sick too. Yeah, it's really it looks cool. Crazy, yeah. it's I really think cool I might just get the Starscream one. Starscream is one of my favorite Transformers. I think Starscream and Thundercracker were my two favorite as a kid. Thundercracker, I have. Thundercracker, I had. Yeah, I have a generation one Thundercracker. Yeah, he was. That was a cool toy, yeah. man. That was a really cool toy. Yeah, that and um, I wanted Menasaur, like the new released one. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's I want cool, that one. cool looking action figure. Yeah. But yeah, man, yeah. Transformers toys. Transformers yeah, toys. That's funny. And uh, Luke Wilson, 
is a hero for hire. Hero for hire, yep. Yeah, he pulled some old lady out of a burning car. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, I can't remember who it is, like some some tattoo artist mm-hmm. was like two or three cars behind. Yeah. The, the dude just like ran in without care for, for himself at all. Mm-hmm. Fucking pulled an old lady out of the car. Wilson, man. Commanded the scene. Yeah. Fucking Captain America. Yeah. Now Much, he's got yeah, PTSD. I'd rather, I, I like him better than uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> well, he's the he's the capable Wilson. He's the, yeah. It's like Owen, Owen Wilson is just like, he's so like. Owen Wilson is the David Spade of the Wilson brothers. Yeah, you know the thing is, he's like that. Um, you know, when you overuse a dishcloth and becomes like all gangly and it's like, guys, ah, no, there's no more use. I feel that that's how. I, that's how I look at him. <laughs> God, that's cold. <laughs> I was just saying he's like David Spade, where he's got like less substance. But, but no, I, I, you know, I take that, that all back. That, that's an old, that's an overused J cloth. That's an overused J cloth. Goddamn yeah. J cloth. Still works. But it doesn't have the vib- the vibrancy anymore. It'll still do the job eventually, but you gotta fold it over a couple times. Yeah, you have to. And then to get throw in the wash, whatever it is. I got into the uh, and this is why I'm gonna take a lot of that back. I know for fun for the ha ha's that was one thing, but I really I I haven't seen anything more than maybe the first ten minutes of that uh, the Darjeeling Limited, the train movie. Oh, you haven't seen that? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. You should. I, I think you'd like it. I I enjoyed what I saw. I was mm-hmm. on the plane. It was on, and I just like got into it late. Mm-hmm. I, I got into it late, and I sleep and start turning it off. But um, Owen Wilson was doing all right in that. Yeah. Like I really liked his his character's a bit of a dick, and he's just like a little bit a little bit too confident. Yeah, he was good in that. I'll give him that. Yeah, but I really I did enjoy his character in that. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I saw, the like the why he's wearing the glasses and the eye and all that shit and his mm-hmm. headaches and yeah. There's yeah. A, actually there's one movie I watched again recently that I was like you know I, I, it was on and I'm like I just sat through the whole thing and watched it, hmm. it was uh the Grand Budapest Hotel. That's another really good movie. That's a good did you watch it? I did watch That's it. That's good. I, I enjoy that one as well. Yeah. His new one coming out too, the uh, the Isle of Dogs thing there. Isle of Dogs. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, something. I, I it's something along. Yeah, it's something along those lines. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's, but it's, about it's on my. It was on my radar. Dog cops. Well, like dogs that protect an island mm-hmm. in Japan after the bomb drops. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I um I was thinking about that one because I was like uh, talking to Dan I think about uh, the grave of the fireflies. Yeah, the anime. The anime. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have it. You have it. I never watched it. Oh, you should. T- oh, I, well, I didn't know you haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I've never I'll seen it. I'll lend it to you. I always felt like it was just like that's like that's two hours of depression right there. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, it's the yeah, watership it, down of anime. It's you know what? No, it's the uh, it's the wrecking for a dream of anime. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's even darker. Yeah. Because it is a very like it's a it's a very realistic take on what happened after the bomb. Yeah, right? and th- that's the thing too. I forget that I'm watching an anime. I'm just like, if this, because I know that uh, when I watch it again, I'm like, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And when you're watching it, you're just like, you're just you're just watching it. You're like, it's 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 not you're like you're watching it to be entertained. You're just watching it to be it's like, it's a story. It's a it's a it's like a it's it opens your eyes and you're mm-hmm. like, holy crap! You're like, oh like man. holy crap! I'm like, I like, was all set to watch it probably about like three months ago. Four months ago, mm-hmm. and like it was on, like it was one of those things where I had a, uh, I had a note written to go like download it and just watch it, just mm-hmm. like get through it. And uh, I, I read an article when I was in the UK, I think, about how they interviewed the real kid, uh, who was the kid from the movie, mm-hmm. and they asked him like, "Well, what do you, what do you think? What did you think of the movie?" And he's like, "Well, because it opens with the, the kid dying," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he died." Because it was so much better that way. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, yeah. that's fucking heartbreaking, man. That is, yeah. Like, that is really, because this is a dude who the movie is about. Mm-hmm. And he watched it, and he said, like, he wished he died during the events of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's fucking heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you said you haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should watch it. Honestly, I've only ever seen the beginning, and I was like, nope. I noped out. 
I, I will not I will not even like pretend to say that I was like it's, a it's big tough guy. Yeah, it's, it's it's a hard one to get through. Like mm-hmm. um, I admit I I was I had tears coming out my eyes when I was watching it. I'm like this is so so it's too much it's too much. You're just like wow this is it, crazy. Yeah, it just seems like it's just like a real fucking like Debbie Downer. It is yeah. It's a t- it'll like you have to be in the right mood to watch it. Though. Yeah, you'd be like you know what I'm gonna dedicate this next six hours to like number one watch it and then this spend the next three uh, three or four hours just to like you know get what, over it get over it and just be like you know what man that was just and like try to like it, like appreciate for what it is yeah and uh yeah because my my brother was over when was he over he was over on uh i think saturday last saturday mm-hmm. and uh uh he said um we were just hanging out doing whatever and then he said uh we're like you know we like to watch p- things on youtube or just like you know just chill out because yeah. I, I rarely see him and then uh I said, uh, so I, Akira was in the, uh, was in my Xbox, um, the Blu-ray, and I said, uh, okay, let's just watch the first scene of, of Akira. Oh, that's not gonna end well. And then, That's uh, gonna be two hours of your life gone. And then I was like, I'm like, I'm like, let's just watch the first, like, ten <laughs> minutes, because, like, yeah. I- if you do that anymore, we're gonna be, I'm like, we're gonna be drawn into this movie. Then we started watching it, and my brother was like, because Akira's probably one of my top five movies of all time, and I was, wa- we were watching it, and I, wa- I was watching it, like, you know what, it's just like, Shaking hands with a best friend again. You're like, I haven't seen you in a yeah. while. Whatever it was. And then my brother was watching it. And he's sitting there and he's like, this movie is so fucking good. It's it's incredibly good. Yeah. He's it's watch- incredibly good. And he like we grew up on it. And yeah. my, br- my brother, he has the soundtrack on vinyl and stuff like that. Even wa- he's watching, he's like, he goes, I haven't seen this in so long. He goes, why the hell have I seen this, have I seen this movie? Uh, it took me so long to watch it again. Yeah. He was watching and he's like, fuck, man. He's like, and he's a motorcycle enthusiast too. Mm-hmm. He's watching and he's like, man, this, fu- this movie's fucking awesome. It's incredible, man. Yeah. When I uh, when I first watched Akira, I think I was like again like fairly young, maybe like twelve, thirteen years old. Uh-huh. Didn't really know what it was when I was watching. It was one of those things you're you're walking by the video store, you always see it, like you're walking around doing a thing. The cassette's there. It's got such a cool look. Like it's, it's the kind of like cover on the cassette where he's walking away from the bike, yeah. with the Tokyo behind him, and you're like, that's just fucking cool. Yeah. What is this? Mm-hmm. And uh, you watch it, and you get so into it that as I'm walking like away, or as I'm uh, as I'm as I'm like getting ready to go to Calgary. And I have to walk away from the movie because it's still in. It's in the VHS. Uh, we're, we're like, my mom's yelling at me like, oh, I'm supposed to go. I'm like, mom, motherfucker, I haven't gone, th- I haven't gone through it all yet. Mm-hmm. It's in the daytime. Like, I, I don't know why I was watching in the daytime. Well, because that's what she did as a kid. But I, I made sure I told her that I had to go to the washroom. I needed a minute. And mm-hmm. I snuck back in my room and watched the with Kira. Mm-hmm. And I remember the entire drive to Calgary as a kid. I'm like, oh, it's the fucking greatest thing I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Oh, my God. Like, in my head, like, I'm just this amazing. Sitting there with my little sketchbook just drawing fucking scenes from Akira. Mm-hmm. The bike. Oh yeah, Tetsuo's head. Yeah, I think I think that the reason I liked it so much when I first saw it is because I had never seen anything like that before. Oh yeah, I mean like at that I I think that's an accurate statement of the first time you watch Akira. Mm-hmm. At that time, mm-hmm. you're not gonna see anything like this. No, like this is maybe if you were a Blade Runner fan. If you were a Blade Runner fan, yeah, yeah, and you, would, you would have seen something. Exactly, because I watched Blade Runner just right like a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched because I watched the re-release in 1991 or two, 92 mm-hmm. when I was in grade eight. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I was watching it, and I was like, uh, I was, wa- I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. As, as soon as I, saw, as soon as I saw the first screen, like, you know, when the, um, when the lights, that, that blinking light goes on, on, the, on that, uh, that has the Japanese writing on it, mm-hmm. and it flickers and stuff like that, I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, hold, that's an indicator of what you're going to be in, in store for. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, and I was like, and I, I started watching that, and I was like, and I, and I was silent. The, the whole movie, I was just like. Holy shit! I sat in the dark and watched it by myself. It's it's one of those ones, yeah, where you kind of like you don't really want to watch with a bunch of people talking. Yet. No, you don't need to. I um I think a few of us got fairly lucky watching Blade Runner 
and uh, not knowing what it was about, mm-hmm. like not expecting an action movie or whatnot. Yeah. I've had friends who were younger. Um, Dave, who's been here, uh, baby Dave there, he watched it, and in his mind, Blade Runner was like, Blade Runner, action mm-hmm. movie. He's going to run on a fucking blade, and he cuts people with knives. It's like, no, 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 that's not what it is. And he was so disappointed. Mm-hmm. He watched it, and he's like, there was, that was a stupid movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, everything about it was stupid. I didn't enjoy it at all. Like, what did you think it was? And he's like, well, I thought it was an action movie. No, it's it's like sci-fi noir. Mm-hmm. It's a it's Detective a Philip K. Know, Dick w- w- with some action in it. Yeah, yeah. It's Philip K. Dick's version of Dashiell Hammett. Like mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a slow burn detective novel. Mm-hmm. And he didn't see that coming at all. And then we had here when you were here for one of our late our later later episodes, early episodes this year with Jacques, where he's a, a designer at IDOS. And he had never seen it. He'd never seen it. He'd worked on Deus Ex. I mean, he's a character artist on Deus Ex, and he which is basically a which is Blade basically Runner. Blade Runner. It's a Blade Runner knockoff. Yeah. And he's like, the fuck? Like, I mean, did we take everything from Blade Runner? Like, did we take every really? So all of our shit's from Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. We're ripoff artists. Like, yeah. he'd never seen it before. Yeah. Can you? I I can't even imagine what that would be like. Oh, it's like when the first time he told him because he kind of recounted it here, but like we were out earlier that day and we were just talking about shit, and Blade Runner came up. And the first time, like, he mentioned it to me, like, the look on his face, like, hey, have you seen Blade Runner? <laughs> like, I have a bunch of times, like, holy shit, let me tell you about how I feel like we, we took a lot from that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, it's inspired by it. It's heavily inspired by heavily it. Heavily inspired by it, yeah. It's like uh, Fifth Element. You know, yeah, it's heavily, exactly. heavily inspired by Blade Runner and Star Wars. It's exactly, like yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because Blade Runner is the, it started it all. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, when he orders his breakfast. That that's Deckard eating his food. Yeah, it's like the same fucking shit. No, fuck God, yeah. what a bunch of like fun visuals, man. I just want movies with fun visuals again. Yeah, uh, like cool Prat- little pr- stories. Practical, in- practical uh, visuals. Yeah, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Just give me practical effects back and give me like some fun visuals. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. That that's all I really want. That's all I want, man. And there really a whole lot more going on this week. We had um, I was reading I was reading something where they said uh, the the last Jedi's Mark Hamill explains blah blah blah. I was thinking to myself, like, do we really need to say that anymore? Fuck that. You know what, man? No, no, no. I mean, in that in that sequence, do we need to say the last Jedi is Mark Hamill? Like, doesn't Mark mm-hmm. Hamill just get like Mark Hamill explains? Yeah. Like Mark Hamill. That's enough. Like you wouldn't say like the last Jedi is Harrison Ford. Yeah. You wouldn't say that. No. Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford explains the the thing that you thought you knew all about, but you didn't. Yeah. It 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 doesn't lend any credence to it. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't need that. I think he's famous enough to say that on his own. Like Michael Caine, you wouldn't say like the Dark Knight Rises, Michael Caine. Yeah, you say Michael Caine. That's like uh, Michael Caine said. Michael Caine is the the last dirty scoundrel. <laughs> yeah, la- <laughs> the last dirty, the, la- the Dark Knight Dur- Rises. Uh, sorry, sorry, dirty rotten, dirty, dirty, dirty rotten scoundrel. Dirty rotten scoundrel. Dirty, dirty rotten scoundrels. Michael Caine explains. Yeah, why you shouldn't shave against the grain. Yeah, Michael Caine <laughs> against the grain. <laughs> Never shave against the. Gr- I, sh- I should say. I should say. I always do. Always shave. Do you? I have to. Against the grain? If I'm, using, if, I'm us- if I'm not using a, a safety if I'm not using a safety razor. Uh, a safety yeah. what, you, what? Yeah, I, if I'm using a regular Gillette like like three or four blade, yeah. then I have to go against the grain. What's a safety razor? You know those regular you know those ones that um you have to put the blade in there and you screw on the top and then like those in Oh, yeah, like a like a razor, like yeah. a regular old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a safety the razor. Sure we grew up using. Yeah, that's a safety razor. That's a safety razor? Not those Gillette ones. Those ones you actually yeah, buy. Yeah, a Wilkinson sword. You get a little yeah. piece of metal. And then you put it in there and you screw you everything you in there. You unscrew the top of your yeah, blade. That one, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one, I, I go I, I go with the grain. But if I'm not using the other ones, yeah. I, they're not sharp enough, so I have to go against the grain. Get out of town. Yeah. Really? Oh, I man. I, I could have you, a whole you have some razor troubles. No, if I had my whole if I – I, I have a whole podcast about my skincare routine. It's crazy. <laughs> you, got, you had a whole thing going on. Oh, it's amazing. If you hear in my house, yeah. trust me, if you saw my, my – my, 
my shaving products and my personal products. Really? It takes up a whole shelf. Oh wow! Like you know, okay, see how much you have there. My my all of my stuff would fit in your in your bookshelf. I mean, on every shelf. For for like skincare. Skincare, shampoo, uh, body, yeah, uh, uh, scrubs, uh, everything, man. I got it all. Really? Uh, yeah, I. I do not cheap out. This I, this is a this is a I know, I, say I, don't cheap out. I did I, not know about. Yeah, I go I ask Raji. Like um if you Oh, well, uh, I have you right here. I'm Yeah, I would um uh yeah, like I have it I'll fuck man. I no. go, if, 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 if you come with me, come with me. Come with me to Kiehl's. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a Willy Wonka Yeah, thing. seriously. Come with me to Kiehl's yeah. and watch the attention I get. Really? Yeah. I've said that so many times because like my mind is like blown. <laughs> this is like a, such a huge deal. Here's here's my shaving routine. Okay. Now when I was younger, I was one of those guys like, oh, yeah, dude, like this one. Now, I mean, it it takes me, I would say, three minutes max, and it's part of my shower routine. I mean, I shave my head, and my face every day. Mm-hmm. So like, I get in there and I've got like a double bladed little blue Gillette. Yeah. Like, but no no pivot head or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I turn the water on. I wait for a few minutes. So my face gets wet. I just start shaving. Wet, like wet, like straight top to bottom. Do you do it? Do you put anything on your face? Uh, it's soap if it's there, and then like from the top. That's good to the bottom, that's and I'm good. done. That's uh, a good that's thing. It. Keep it simple. Uh, very simple. Yeah. I mean, it takes. I would say my face takes probably a grand total of like a minute and a half to, th- to two minutes. Okay. Well, here's my mine. head takes a little bit longer. Okay. This is mine. This is my routine. I'll give mm-hmm. you mine. Okay. If I'm gonna shave. Okay. 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 So if I'm shaving and I'm in the morning. Okay. Let's just say it's eight a.m. Eight a.m. Okay. Is it, eight a.m. on the dot. Okay, I if I'm shaving because I only shave twice a week. I only okay. shave once on Tuesdays, Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and then I shave on Saturday. So this is you right now, this having shaved only on Tuesday. This is Tuesday night. Yeah, that's like you look like you shaved this morning. Yeah, I don't. My hair grows back very slowly. On oh my yeah. face, it grows back very slowly. On my head, it grows back like crazy. Okay. So if I'm shaving uh, on the week, <laughs> you're, <gonna, laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. Okay, so if I'm shaving it at, at during the weekdays. Uh-huh. I'll shave on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Okay, so I'll. I have this thing called the Clarisonic for men. It's a brush. Okay, it's a. I got it for Christmas. Okay, this thing is two hundred and seventy nine dollars. Oh, hold on. Now this is a this is a brush. This is so it's 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 shaped like a like an egg. Okay. Okay. Now it pulsates at three thousand RPM or something like that, right? And it doesn't it doesn't go up and down. It goes side to side. It just it just scrubs it. It moves your hair like this. Yeah. It gets all the shit out of your skin. So like a whole exfoliation thing. There, no, it's not even an exfoliator. It's actually just it just gets rid of all this. It doesn't even take the skin the skin off your face. Oh wow. So I was like, I do that all over for a bike. It has a timer built on it, like your electric toothbrush. All right. Once that's done, okay, then I uh I do it with hot water, rinse it off. God, I wish all this was on video because you yeah, were animated. Is, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed by this. No, and, it shouldn't be. And then um and then I just uh and after that, um I take that uh I take. Shaving cream with a with a brush, and I just like you know put it all over my face. All right. Then I shave. Like old school shaving pot. Yeah. Fucking brushy brush. Yeah. Shaving soap. Yeah, the soap. And then uh and after I'm done that, and then I'll uh then I'll shave. And then I'll uh, then after after I shave, I'll wash my face. Then I'll put like uh this uh like bio it's probably biotherm it's like a skin clearing thing whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'll put aftershave on it, and then I'll put a moisturizer on. That's it. Well, that's not that bad. Yeah. See, that's not bad. So how long? So you start at eight a.m. How long does that take you altogether? Now as well, is it like eight fifteen? How long does it take me to shave the yeah. whole routine? That whole routine you just said, uh, about fifteen minutes. That's not terrible. Yeah, like you made it sound like this is a whole like uh, an hour and a half deal there. Where okay, you, like, you sit yeah. in a sauna. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then when I go uh, uh, oh oh sorry, after like I shave, mm-hmm. and then I'll then I'll wash my face again with that same scrub. Well, you you would have to. Yeah, there's a lot have of shit on your face. Exactly. Yeah, the, the blade I, and I, shit. I would get all that stuff on my face. So like, and then on 
Saturdays when I shave again in the morning. So I have to shave before I go to the gym. Okay. Because uh, I just, I, I just want to be clean. And then uh, I'll go. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid. <laughs> and then uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Um, I'll do the same thing. I just want to. I just want to make it clear. I did not laugh first. You start to break. Yeah, I carried cause on. I, cause, yeah, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> this is the way the way I live my life is hilarious. And then uh, so I'll do the same thing on Saturday morning. Uh-huh. I'll get up. I'll do this. I'll, I'll, but then instead of like washing my face, I'll go in the shower. Then then wash then wash me, yeah. wash in the shower. Wash my face with that same scrub. Do do it again. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm out. First thing, right away, you have to put moisturizer on your skin. Right away. Right. Yeah, well, that, that's something that people don't realize. They they, do. they, people don't realize that. You have to put stuff on your skin while it's wet. Yeah. Or it's, where it's damp. So and, don't and like. cold showers. Yeah. Your skin your skin does not want to be like steamed dry. Yeah, because yeah, once your skin is dry and you put stuff on there, it's just going to stay on top of your skin. Yep. And it's going to get all greasy. When your skin is kind of damp, it's going to be like, it's going to suction everything. It's gonna and be, your it's, pores are still It's going to be like. It's just going to suck everything in. That was, that was, uh, that was maybe the best suction stop sound yep. effect <laughs> that I've heard in a long time yeah. outside of a professional movie studio <laughs> or a professional sound effects lab <laughs> that was the best suction stop yeah. sound effect I've ever heard yeah cuz yeah you have to man like you know like I, once you get to a certain age i have to like um uh yeah after that's done then you put all the other stuff the shit on your face mm-hmm. and then uh you, if you just feel clean after you're done you're just like man i could have like like I went to my cousin's uh wedding mm-hmm. at this uh at the uh this one massive uh nice uh, uh hotel. It's like a what's that place called? The, the, oh, the kind of place you want to be presentable. Yeah, it's called it's called the Crystal Resort and they have a, like inside there they had like these special like places where you get a facial done. Oh wow. I was like, "Okay, so I got one done there, right? I've never been to them before cuz all the massages were were all booked. So I'm like, what's what's available? They're like, well, you can get a facial." I was like, "Okay, fine. Fuck, I'll do it." So I sat there. I'm like, "This feels so fucking nice." And I'm like, how much was it? I'm like, it's like, oh, that's ninety dollars. <laughs> oh wow! I'm like, I'm like, just charge charge for my room. I'm not paying for that now. And so I, after I got that done, I was like, that's ninety dollars to make your skin feel that nice. You buy one of these things, it's like a facial every time you use it. Oh man! Yeah, that's crazy. I know. I, I was such a, it was such a nice gift too, and I was like, that that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'll admit there are a lot of things that I didn't do for a long time, just like health maintenance stuff. Mm-hmm. That weren't. I mean, clearly, like if, you, if you're not feeling well, you go, you go take something to make yourself feel better. Yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not a big doctor guy. I don't go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, my back hurts. You go to the doctor. I, I, I figure why. I figure out why it hurts and go do some fucking yoga, and you're good to go, right? Mm-hmm. But um, there are certain things that like, like the exfoliating and the uh, the, the the creams that actually like preserve your skin. Mm-hmm. I didn't do for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then in 2008, I was in Thailand with a friend of mine. Uh, not Strangler, wh- who mm-hmm. was there as well, but another friend came with us. And he was like, we're going to go get, like, massages and fucking pedicures. I, I'm, like, legit, not like I go in a back alley and get your dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, legit massages from, like, real, hardcore, like, highly educated Thai masseuse. Yeah. And um, like after pros. that. Yeah. Huh? Like pros. Yeah, like pros, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people were, like, highly trained. Like, shiatsu's got nothing on them. And after that, I was like, oh, you need to do things to take care of yourself. You have to, yeah. Like, you have to do things to take care of mm-hmm. yourself. Like, you gotta get, you got to get massages. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to a chiropractor, but you got to have somebody work on you. Like, mm-hmm. your muscles get stiff. And at that time, we were, like, doing some, like, serious heavy lifting. Martial arts is still, like, a daily thing. Mm-hmm. So, you abuse your body, man. You mm-hmm. got you to gotta ma- maintain that shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely, like yeah. skin care is so fucking important. Oh, man, because, like, you know, because there's so much shit out there that'll age you. Mm-hmm. Work. Uh, oh, the air. People, air. Yeah, just the your diet, air, man. everything, man. Like you have to like really, really, like I'm not saying no one has to go above and go like to, to my extreme, but like, nope. uh, uh, but just at least get a, do get do a some, lotion. Do, yeah, just hydrate your fucking skin. Yeah, drink a lot of water. Drink and a lot of water, man. Yeah, take a vitamin A pill if you feel like you're breaking out. 
Pick one no. a day, man. No, God. Oh, I've learned man. the tricks of the trade. Trust me. Nobody had in uh, junior high. Nobody had worse skin than I did. Really? Oh fuck! I had it was like had an acne issue or just like in general. Just, just I, I, I had what they call cystic acne. Oh man. Yeah. That sounds like, clinical. Yeah. So like it was like I tried everything, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I tried everything. I was like, like I'm like, why is anything worse? I went on tetracycline. I went on like uh, what's that stuff called? Uh, the the pro the pro thing. No, uh, the stuff back in the day, oxy whatever it's called. Oh yeah, the Clearasil, all Clearasil, that shit, right? Oxy, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that shit works. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? That, that just like that's like putting a bandaid on a, your severed arm. Well, at, at the level that you were at. Yeah, the level I was at, yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to like, like, you need to like, it's like you need to like something drastic. Okay, mm-hmm. you need you need life altering stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> I went to my der- my der- my doctor, and he's like, he goes, man, I can't fucking even fucking give you anything. Okay. He mm-hmm. goes, you need to see a fucking professional. Like a legit dermatologist. You have to go to a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. So I went to go see my dermatologist. He looked at me and he's like, this guy looked like he was falling apart at the seams. This guy was so old and crickety. And I was like, fuck, man, don't touch me. Yeah, but he's got all the knowledge, though. Yeah, and I looked at him. He was like, he's like, he looked at me and he's like, his, his face looks so disheveled. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'm like, you should see your dermatologist. Steve Bannon? Yeah. Like, yeah, he looked like Steve Bannon, but, <laughs> and, but he's, such a, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, and his clinic was beside, beside that video store by uh, oh, the hospital. Yeah. The one we're talking about. That's where his, cl- that's where his clinic was. And uh, I said, uh, what do you think? And he's like, he goes, oh, look, look, let me just ask you a question. He's like, how bad do you want your skin to be clear? Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> he asked me that. He's t- he goes, he goes, what are you willing to, like, are you willing, what are you willing to endure? Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm like, I don't care what it costs me. I don't care if it costs my friends. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if it costs me relationships. Full invisible man. I was like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I, I don't care if it could, put, like, he's like, well, you know, this, this medication does cause depression. Oh, it really? causes this, 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 and this. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I can get through anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just well, I mean, like how bad could it be compared to like feeling like shit because your skin's like that, right? Yeah, because like taking those, taking that medication was still existing, and it's it's uh, it was Accutane. Okay. So if you take that as an adult, yeah, then then, then that's when your body's a little bit weaker, mm-hmm. and then you're more susceptible to all the sip- all of the stuff that that could happen, or all yeah. the complications that could. But you're a kid. You're jack full of when hormones. You, when, you're j- when you're a kid, when I was like at that age, man, I was I was built out of steel. Like, yeah, nothing exactly. could hurt me. And uh, I took it. And he's like, they, he told me the whole dangers. I'm like, ah, fuck it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then, um, just you were so fed d- up. Yeah, just give me the pills. Let me get the fuck out of here. And then, um, I took them, and I swear to God, my skin, my face melted. Oh, I swear to God, it looked like you know that scene from like Indiana Jones where the fucking German guy, his face starts like just fucking falling apart. Don't look at the ark. Yeah, don't look at the ark. Yeah, I looked at the ark. I just t- I popped a pill and I looked at the ark. Brutal. And then it just started. It just the first two months, it just went. Just everything just started coming. My face, my face looks like a pizza. Oh man! So and it's like. So what was it? Was it just taking off all the skin, like the layers of skin? Yeah. What it was doing. What it was doing is going underneath my skin and actually shrinking my oil glands. Oh wow! Yeah. And so uh, he's like, just go on. He goes. I'm like, how long does that have to be on this? He's like, four months. Oh wow! I was like, I was like, four months. I'm like four months. Yeah, four months. He's like, trust me, four months. You will see. Un- unbelievable improvement. That's commitment, man. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fine, I don't give a and shit. How old were you at this time? Uh, I was in grade eight. So really young. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, okay, fine. And so, uh, um, yeah, and I I took it, and uh, first two months was total hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by the th- by the end of the third month, is what you see here. <laughs> what we get before us here. Yeah, because I mean, from what I do remember you. As like in high school, cause I have I have a couple memories of you in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, after that when we would hang out with Raji and whatnot, mm-hmm. I don't ever remember you having an acne issue. Yeah, the after grade eight, I was like, yeah. I, I'm moving on to high school. I'm like, I can't have acne in high school. Wow. Yeah. That's that's like 
that's some hardcore yeah like I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you proactive thinking. Oh yeah, I had to, I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm like, I can't, uh, I can't have this. This is disgusting. Like, I, I, I can't look at myself in the mirror. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we knew a guy like who was a friend of ours in high school, who shall remain nameless, but probably doesn't listen to this. And everybody who does know him knows who I'm talking about. But like, we didn't know how he shaved. Like, how does he shave? Because like, I'm running a razor over that's got to be just the most perilous fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Because he had such bad acne. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Like I, I can't imagine. How it's that hard. Happen. Yeah, I, me too. I, 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 um, I didn't. I, I didn't know how to shave. I had to use. A, that's when I moved to like a, a blade. But I had to hmm. be careful because I didn't want to cut anything. Brutal. But I, that's why I had to get like a safety razor because I'm like, you know what? Just use it properly. That's how I learned how to use one. Yeah. Because I had to be careful. I could just go like this slowly, 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 and then after that, that's when I was like, you know what? Uh, my skin has to mature. Mm. And so after that, because I still have like my the, sk- the hair on my f- on my face is like so soft. Like mm. I don't have like really gritty hair. But um, yeah, that's what it did. It transformed my skin completely. Now Holy I can just like, like I can touch it and stuff like that. I don't break out or anything. That's crazy. Like you're lucky. You, you, you can shave like uh, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm so like I'm still. I'm just built into that. Just take care of your skin. Take care of your skin. Take care of your skin. Take care. Oh, of your dude, skin. like what you see here is this morning. I shaved this morning. Like yeah, mine. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, mine grows back. Like, like it's it's if I had to if I had to do it for work, I'd have to shave in the morning and the afternoon. Well, the thing is, like, you don't grow it up by your like up here. Like, oh no, I cheeks. shave all this. All that. This is a little bit thinner up here. Oh, okay. But like all this gets shaved. It's not as he- it's not heavy. That's though. good though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good because I have it thick up here. Yeah. But like um yeah, so I have to go like like get all the way up there. Get all get all the way up there. Yeah. So yeah. That sound effect not as a, as impressive as a suction one. That was incredible. Man, that sounds. <laughs> like that's, I can't even look at you when you do that. That's the, hand, uh, the hand motion is good too. The hand motion. Is good. <laughs> but that's that's something, man. I mean, like that's uh because there are there are a lot of people with really like really fucking bad acne who don't know what to do with it. Yeah, like I would um. But to be proactive, like in, in eighth grade, to tell your parents, like, this is what we're doing. Like, I got to get this fixed because, like, I can't, I can't yeah, deal I with w- this shit yep, yeah, yeah, I was so, like, I'm not making this up. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not saying this to be, like, funny or anything. I was so vain in high school. Yeah. Still am to this day a little bit. But, like, uh. I mean, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I, I totally am. Like, I, I base yeah. I base a lot of stuff on looks. And uh, I don't judge other people on them. No, but no, like but for I mean, me, it's like I, like, I'm like you, you want to look the way you think is what you look good at. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I like I do have I have ridiculous standards for myself. Yep. That's um, fine. But like I, I'm not the best looking guy in the world. But like I like to make make sure that I'm presentable. Hey man, it's like you know, that Bill Burr thing. I'm a hard five, but like I really make sure that I'm a presentable hard five. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I I just said uh, if I ever get clear skin, I mm-hmm. will always do my best to take care of to it to make sure it's it's clear. Yeah, and I can't even put like my stuff in my washroom. Because it get cluttered. That's why I have a shelf for it. Oh man, that's commitment. I, I just dude. Ta- I just take what I need to go to the watch the shower. I yeah. leave the rest in my room and I get ready in my room. I've always kind of uh, I've said this to to family members and whatnot who had issues or, or problems and friends and all that. That uh, and knock on wood, it stays that way. But like I've I'm pretty low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like I've never had skin issues. I don't have any allergies. I mean, I can like pretty much like hold a dog on my head as a toque. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna get any allergy issues. Yeah, like, uh, I've never had real real problems like that. Yeah, and like I hear people with those issues, I'm like, man, that is rough. Yeah, it that is. is rough, man. Because that, but the thing is, that it's it's you have to like you have to fine tune your lifestyle. Yeah, I think that's basically what it is. Because yeah, you're right. If it's like if it, if it's if it's simple for you, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, my yeah, my routine for shaving is like, and then I'm out. And you're out. And but for other people, it's like you know, I gotta watch everything. I gotta make sure like I do this, do this, do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For me, it's like I wish I could just do. I could I could switch that off and yeah. just be like, you know what? Make it simple. Five minutes. Boom, boom. In and out. Right. Yeah. I can't shake that stigma. 
No, because like you've you've fought. I mean, like I'm that's b- the that's thing. Like, that you had an uphill battle to get to where you are. Exactly. As yeah. far as like skincare goes, mm-hmm. because like you've you've you know how bad it is when it goes bad. Exactly. That like you maintain it to where it is to make sure it's good. Yeah, and it's like I would, uh, and if and if people and people ask me, they're like uh, they're like, what should I do when it comes to skincare? I'm like, I'm glad. I'm like, yeah, just try this stuff. Do mm-hmm. this. Do this. Do this. Right. Yeah. So now I feel like um um. If I keep doing it, like, because a lot of people ask me, they're like, my friends too. They're like, you know, like, what act, what uh, shaving cream do you use? What, you know, what face wash do you use? Mm-hmm. Should I use soap? I'm like, no, don't use soap. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I always say to them too, I'm like, no, no, don't use soap on your face. Dry your skin. Huh? Yeah, it'll dry your skin. I'll make you look older. And uh, so yeah, so I, um, I think just that all that stuff that just um, facial, like you know, taking care of your skin and all that, that all ties into like just taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one chapter in that book. Yeah, man, that's all it is. No, I mean that's just it. it. It is just one chapter in the book of like maintaining your maintaining yourself. Yeah, we've um like it's been it's been a weird thing in this week, especially I've had friends who are doing more to maintain themselves uh, with either skincare or healthcare. Not so much going to a doctor, but like a friend of the show, Doug, is thinking about buying a sauna because mm-hmm. number one, it's great to like get all that toxins out of your skin. Mm-hmm. And people, I mean, like there is a there are like those guys who go extreme who think there's there's toxins everywhere. Got to detox all the time. It's like, no, you don't. But your no, skin's you got shit in it. Yeah, it's got to come out. Like, you got to open your pores up and let it let it sweat out. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about picking up a sauna, because like as part of your your like weekly healthcare system, it's really good for you, man. It gets a lot of shit out that you need to get out. You know, mm-hmm. drink your water and make sure you're getting there. And even for for weight loss, or if you're trying to if you're trying to add that to it, there are benefits to it. I think Rhonda Patrick he said got tons of great stuff online about how to use a sauna mm-hmm. as part of your like your your health maintenance cycle. Yep. It's it's super important. You uh, you brought the skincare thing into this. Oh, Hanson Dan's doing a bunch of stuff now. But yeah, there are things that you should be doing because like we we are getting older. There there's a finite amount of time mm-hmm. that we've got, and like you kind of want to make sure you're you're feeling it. You're yeah. feeling good. Yeah, and the thing is too is that uh, to tie into that, there is a finite amount of time, but it's never too late to get started. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You're you're absolutely right. It is never too late to get started. Yeah, there's as no with anything. Yeah, like a lot of my friends because we're running those that half marathon this year. Yeah, and we're telling people like you know. Uh, um. Uh, this should not be a one and done thing. Like exactly. This, uh, this is something you don't have to run a half marathon next year. But let, mm-hmm. guys, let's let's, let's not forget where we came from, mm-hmm. because uh, it's like you don't want to keep your heart rate down. You want to keep like in any facet. You just want to make sure that you keep up with it. Exactly. And just keep up with it. That should be a practice for you. Oh man, there was a study that came out. Uh, well, not a study, but there's an article that came out today or yesterday about how the idea of your brain fibers. Like your brain fibers get weaker with oh when you stop working when you out? stop working out is that that picture where they had a picture of a guy lying like dying down in a windowsill or something uh it might have been I think that's the guy yeah, I remember that, I read that same article in the post or something yep. yeah mm-hmm. about like the idea your brain fibers they they need your body to be moving mm-hmm. to maintain the health of your brain fibers oh yeah and it's like yeah man it's like if you're not working out then you are dying oh yeah if you're s- it, it's it's like the oldest the oldest fucking adage right the body in motion stays in motion yeah a body at rest stays at rest yeah. And it's just, it's an absolute truth. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I kind of, like, look at when I watch that, uh, um, you know what always gets me going to work out? Mm. Um, uh, if I watch that scene from uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh, Apocalypse Now. So I, I, I thought you were going to say Rocky Four. Oh, no, no, Rocky, I have that whole soundtrack <laughs> on, my, on my iPod. Oh, yeah. All my, yeah. So I take my iPod to go training because mm-hmm. I can't take my gargantuan XL. Yeah, well, that's, and, uh, that's massive. Yeah, so I just, uh, um, uh, I was watching uh, Apocalypse Now when, uh, uh, Martin Sheen's and he's in the, he's in his that room and mm-hmm. he's going crazy, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm just sitting here getting weaker while, uh, uh, while Charlie's out there getting stronger, getting stronger. Yeah, yeah, I have to get back. I have to get back in there. It's truth, man. Yeah, you have to like body motion. I don't care. Yeah, you're right. I don't care what it is. Like, 
get yourself moving. Yeah, I mean, like it's not like people think it's a it's a really hard thing to do, but like I've always said, I've got my my push up routine, which is like I make sure first in the morning, like first thing you wake up, you slam fifty out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing you do, mm-hmm. slam fifty push ups out. Then, like, if you don't like doing that, then just do, like, as many that you can do. Yeah. Like, if you can do five, and five are hard to do, just do five. Yeah. You know, do five for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when you come home at night, just do five bodyweight squats. Yeah. You know, and then tomorrow, do just do five, like, uh, I don't know, pick up, like, a, a one of those elastic bands and do five rows. Tie that thing to your doorknob. Yeah. Just, just do five rows. Mm-hmm. But just, like, do something for yourself every single day. Yeah. Do one one workout, one body weight, uh, one body group, one muscle group. Every day. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's all it, it takes. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, before you realize it, you're moving. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, like this uh, this, this year, earlier this, I'd say like a year ago, not this year, 2017, a year ago, I hurt my back for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never been depressed. Like, I, I just don't have it in me to be like depressed. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say never. I mean, I'm sure like there was, there was a time years and years ago, like 25 years ago, mm-hmm. where I kind of had like a few moments there. But like, I've never had like real depression that I can be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, fucking Bell, let's talk. I was there too. It's like, nah, that's, that's not fair, right? Mm-hmm. But um, when for the first time I hurt my back and I wasn't as mobile as I was, because yeah. like I'm a big martial arts guy. I like to run. I like to work out. Yoga is a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking, that's it. Like, this is it for the rest of your life now? Is this pain? Is this what back pain is? like mm-hmm. and then um that ddp yoga showed up mm-hmm. and i started doing that really hard and just like reconditioned my back to where it was like you know i got my, my mobility back mm-hmm. and um i got it back like in spades like I, I can move around like i used to move around before i hurt myself yeah but like i like i was saying before i can't imagine those people who have to live with chronic back pain mm-hmm. and there's like legitimate chronic back pain where you can actually feel it and you feel yourself getting weaker because you have a real problem yeah. like an outside force has happened to you and now you're injured and then there's people who just like, did you ever work out at all? Mm-hmm. Is your chronic back pain like, is that a symptom of you having never ever done anything? Yeah, and that's like, that's just sad, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the people who've never trained and now have like a chronic pain, they're like, well, now I can't train. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, you can. Like, I, I, you, yeah, you can. Yeah. There are people, there are kids who have real injury. Like there was what was War Amps kids, man. Fucking, you can't get off your fat ass. Go look at a video of War Amps kids. Mm-hmm. Like, all those kids who you buy the key tags from. Mm-hmm. Who are, like, you know, one leg or one arm. They're doing ten times as much as you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. You've got to maintain your health. Yeah. So important. Oh, yeah. Kind of got ranty there at the end, huh? But you had a you had a good section of time there. You had a good, uh... Oh, your, yeah. your whole thing was fascinating. I'm not going to lie to you. That Right from the shaving to, to this. <laughs> the fascinating insight... Yeah. <laughs> into, into what you do. Yeah. And uh, f- if I can do a plug, everyone get the – I'd recommend getting those that carbon-based uh, toothpaste. You really? I've heard about this. Get this. It's really, really good. Hmm. Yeah. Carbon-based toothpaste. It's your brush your teeth with carbon, basically. Yeah, essentially and just charcoal. carbon. Yeah. That, that's it, just charcoal. Is, are you using it now? My teeth are pearly white. That's really yeah. fucking something. What I'd recommend is you do that in the, m- you do that in the morning mm-hmm. and then brush with Sensodyne at night. Yeah, Sensodyne. Um, it repairs your teeth. It, it uh, like there. Well, there's there's two or three of them that are like highly repair, like repair yeah. based, right? Yeah. Like but there are some that are sensitivity based, but there are two or three that are like actually ela- enamel. They're enamel strengthening. Enamel strengthening. And they have a whitener in them. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd use those that that at night. So to repair your teeth mm-hmm. in the morning, use that carbon stuff. It's Where are you getting yours from? You can get it from. Uh, I got mine from Planet Organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can get them. From, yeah, they're they're widely available. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that a lot today. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. I'm learning. That's why my brain is going really because yeah. I'm like I'm teeth, absorbing yeah. all this information. And they said they're coming out with. Like, I'm not sure if I would take them. I wouldn't take them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have a. Uh, um, you can buy those th- the same carbon mm-hmm. in pills. 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Because it, because you because know, you know it, it absorbs everything. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not sure. I, I the jury's still out on that, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, but I think it's, I don't want to take anything. Uh, so I gotta find out if like if it be, I don't like I don't I'm not convinced yet. It's good for like you know you know your teeth or yeah. um your body wash your sc- shampoo. That's oh, for fine, your water. right? Or for we your water we use too. the we use the carbon filters in the Britas. Yeah, right? I yeah. I use uh, the Santivia. The Santivia. Ones, yeah, and uh, so uh yeah, it's good for all that stuff, right? In ter- but thing is like you're drink you're in- you're ingesting it anyway. Well, we are a carbon based life form. So I don't see the problem with it. Yeah, I'm not sure what would be wrong with it, but I mean, it's one of those tricky things, right? It's like remember like and everybody's on soy, like <laughs> everybody's on soy. They're putting in the uh, the cereal, the soups and shit. I'm in, off. In cereal. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm off soy. No man, soy will give you like he hooters. Yeah, like it's not it, it it fucks up your estrogen levels in men. It's not good for you. Yeah, but um, everybody's onto it. And everybody's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's great. And then they say, you know, why my why my tits hurt? Like I'm a, I'm a 42 year old man. Why my nipples hurt? Exactly. Because you're yeah. Why am I lactating? Why, why, yeah, exactly. Why am I lactating? Why am I lactating? <laughs> I mean, like uh, I heard a baby crying. Now my tits are wet. Like exactly. I know what's going on here. It's like okay. my baby's crying. Just pass him over here. Trust pass me. Him I have off, problems. <laughs> don't worry. I'll take care of it. It's like no, man. That's that's like don't eat that much soy. It's not good for you. It's not. It's I mean, not at all. Like y- everything you should, everything you eat should be as natural as possible. Man, bottom uh, line. Yeah. Bottom line. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Everything you eat should be as natural as possible. And all the shitty food you're eating, you can eat your shitty food, but like make that your treat. Yeah, work you out. Sh- work out and eat, yeah. eat a burger, man. But work out. Yeah, like you know, like I'll have McDonald's maybe maybe like once every two weeks. Uh, but well I don't feel guilty when I have it. <laughs> that's a lot of McDonald's. No, dude. but like if I'm working out and stuff like that, yeah. I'm like you know, having a cheat meal, and if yeah. I see McDonald's, yeah, I might, I might grab it. No, but the the point is, like I'm, I'm joking. The point is, you don't feel guilt in doing it. No, because not you at take all. care of yourself. Yeah, and I, but I, and I, but I won't eat like I won't order like like two burgers and like supersized mm-hmm. fries. I'll get like um, maybe grab a McChicken and some small fries and some meat fries, and I'll be. You're like not gonna grab the McDouble because it's the most nutritious, cheap food you can buy. Uh, no, I'll go McChicken. I know McChicken's horrible for you, but I'm like, who gives a shit? I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna work this off anyway. So well, there you go. Yeah, not bad, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, and the jury is still out on that McDouble thing too. So exactly. good thing that we don't do it. Yeah. Um, a good show. Yeah, that was a great show. It was a good show. Everyone knows how, um, pathetic my skincare. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it's it's elite, man. No, pathetic. Pathetic is essentially mine. I yeah. get in the shower, my face is wet. So I take a piece of metal can and I rub it against my face. Can, yeah, if people like read that and listen to that, is there any way they could leave a comment? Or they say if anyone wants to, I can post that on there and say like, you know, guys, this is what you have to do. Yeah, well, we're gonna be back on Facebook this month. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Perfect. I always say that, but like we do, we do like what we're doing with the little that we do. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm always really, I've got so much more crap going on in my life, man. But like, I really should be pushing the show a lot more than I do. Yeah, we we, we can all do it. It's 2018, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a fresh time. It's never too late. Yeah, it's never too late, man. Title. Uh, yeah. I would like to thank at Backside Attack. I would like to thank Vic Sabe. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm uh I'm glad to be thanked. Mm-hmm. This is the at BSFW podcast. Yes. Uh, you can listen to this with the way you're doing now, which is from your iTunes or your Google Play. Yep. Um, you can leave comments on our Twitter, mm-hmm. which is at BSFW podcast mm-hmm. on Twitter on Instagram, uh, not on Mastodon. Fuck Mastodon. They're, they're shitty. And you can find us on Facebook. Yes. Where we kind of are coming back. We're making a comeback. Yeah. Don't don't call it a comeback because we actually never left. Yeah, we never left. Yeah. Yeah, we are not uh, we are not a jacked LL Cool J, so Exactly. It's not really a comeback. I don't think the world would exist could could handle another LL Cool J. I think the world could handle a few more LL Cool J's. I, I think I think the world needs more LL Cool J's. I just find them annoying now. Really? That's a, that, that's for another podcast. I think LL Cool J is like he's like the toast of rappers. 
can you really hate toast? If there's toast, you're like, hey, there's toast. If it's on the counter, you're like, I'll put some salt on it and eat it. Yeah, but he's just a... Uh, just his, that lip syncing that lip syncing show that he does. Oh yeah, see, I don't watch that. I fuck. Uh, is it I, pretty I watch bad? it once. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm like, this is so dumb. That should only exist as a five. Oh man, we're going to. Yeah, it. fuck. We're this. going for we're, we're, we're out. We're out. The show's done. All right, we're done. We're out.